Superman is alive. Big Ren. Ah. Uh, what up with you, bro, Dean? Stop, dude. Shoot. Just uh, finished up my little Zoa energy drink. Ready to pod with you, bro, Dean. What the fuck kind of energy drink, bro? Zoa. So I'm trying to get off the Red Bull, and I'm. It's not hard. It's not like an addiction or anything. But The Rock uh, has made his own. It's all black. You all, you doing that on purpose? Oh. Um. Oh, there you go. Oh. Um. The Rock. You know it's facing the other way, right? I know. There you go. You know. Let me see your your locks. Luscious locks. Shit out, bro. For a year. But uh, so The Rock actually dropped his own energy drink. Uh, called Zoa. It's supposed to be like the most healthy energy drink out here. No sugar. You get your vitamin B, your vitamin C. Um, if you look at a can, I threw the can out. It's got all this island writing, like island face and island uh, font and stuff. Uh, you know, the, you know, the rock doesn't celebrate his black side. Um, Hell, yeah. So I don't know, nigga. Shit isn't marketable, and I think Rock just kind of knows that. Like, I know you can't really just respond to that. Say it again. He's smiling, ain't he? Yeah, but like, the only time he talks about his black side is when he's dogging his daddy. It's tough out there. Yeah, for the half of him. Yeah. Um. So, like, you 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 see rap snacks? Have you seen the rap snacks? I have. But you only see him in like dusty ass gas stations that you probably didn't intend to go to. I see him with a local Walmart. Right. Right. Baby barbecue and honey or some shit. I I wouldn't expect him to see him at our local Walmart. <laughs> oh, no, man. White County, we got all 5,000 people. They're getting ready for corn day. <laughs> but, and I rock ain't. Huh? Have you had those those potato chips? They kind of fire too. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of fire. I think I had the biggie ones, notorious, notorious BBQ or some bullshit. I don't know. It's pretty fire. Yeah, man. I it's just hit me now. You know who they should get at Corn Day and not Nelly? You seen the Corn Kid? I've been seeing this little dude. Yeah, like it only makes sense. I don't know, man. What's up? I'm down for it. <laughs> you yourself? I'm down. I protect that kid. Protect that kid. Um, I could go into Juve brain about like the marketing and the speech pattern and him being taken over, taken over the internet by storm. Just pr- protect him. Protect him, streets. Maybe he shouldn't go to Corn Day. It's a match made in heaven. I don't even go. <laughs> you don't go, so fuck. He definitely yeah. shouldn't go. Maybe he should be a security. Nah, see, last. I mean, we heard what the last time I went up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not dealing with that. You said that's October. Yeah. Well, they got what? Ooh, not quite two months. Which part of October? The end, middle, beginning. Oh, they have one month to to lock him down. Weekend. It's the first weekend. Maybe yep. maybe White County ain't up. Maybe they just don't know about Duke. Probably not, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. See people writing year old memes. 
<laughs> you know. Maybe if you like it now, you get yourself a little, little finder's fee. Uh, I mean, hell, I don't even, I don't, I don't fuck with them people. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I um, protect him. Because there's, there's some sociology <laughs> at work that my brain could pull out, but protect him. Yeah, 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 yeah that's all I got. Big how are you, dog? Pretty good, bro. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Uh-oh. I, uh, it's just, it's that season, dog. Uh, it's that season, so. Just trying to make this thing work, dog. Um, I've got on here and dissed mid-20-somethings for a little while now. Um, I won't say anything new. Like, how many times can you call somebody a little bitch? Uh, an entire, an entire generation of people. You can't just keep doing that, so. True. Keeping it fresh. Um, everybody's a little bitch, though. The mid 40 somethings. The mid 20 somethings. Uh, no, it's just that season, man. I'm kind of feeling the pressure. Um, yeah, I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> so I'm just fucking over here just getting ready for vacation, yeah, yeah. camping out. Yeah, FTA, you know? right. Oh, next week. Oh. I got to get there early. Yeah. I think somebody was talking today. That uh, there's two TPs. Well, there's more than two, but there's one that I want by our old campsite. Mm. There's one right next to it. I seen somebody was talking to one of their buddies today. He was like, "Oh yeah, there's a couple TPs over there. You should get one." Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, so it's first comes first serve. You can't just reserve one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No. Yeesh. Luckily, I'm only an hour away. The gates yeah. open at six a.m. Ooh. Yeah, no shit. So you don't get there. I'm gonna get there like five. I feel you. I feel you. That's dog. You might even want to shoot for earlier than that if they open at six. How many TPs? No, is it? it only takes. There's like ten throughout the campground, but like, I want mine where you where were we were at last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you share it last time or just you? No, no, no. I I I camped in a tent. Okay. I had my own tent. It was easy. It was a little pop-up tent, but, like, you could hold, like, you could have easily slept, like, two of me in there with a cot. But I had that tent. To myself. Yeah, yeah. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. We ever get to the bottom of why, like, metal festivals are, like, so consumed with he- hell and violence and, like, dog, full terror assault, nigga. Like. Yeah. Like, blame rappers, I guess. I don't fucking know. Full terror assault. You got Hellfest over there in Europe. Hellfest. It's a a fest. Yeah. Heavy hell. Like, rap festivals called, like, Rock the Bells. You know what I'm saying? Rolling loud. Like, it's festive. It's inviting. Yeah, we're not, we're not like, really inviting people, but, like, no. once like, you actually get to meet us, we're surprised. <laughs> you can like, come sit at our table. I'm not sitting at your table. You can come sit at our table. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, no, I had heard, like, uh, stories of, like, because the Gathering of the Juggalos used to be down there, like, 10 years ago. Then they got ran out because, like, too many bad checks, I guess. Oh, I heard over a million dollars in bad checks. Damn, Shaggy 2 dope wilding like that. So they get kicked out of there, but those people just fucked that place up, and like, like there'd be like at least one person a year that died, like drug overdose shit. Like I remember hearing a story, 
Like they had this shit called a drug bridge, bro. You can Wait. do whatever the fuck you want. Wait, <laughs> there's so much happening. Yeah. Hold on, man. So they averaged a death a year. Like at least one person died a year. Yeah. So like one year there was maybe three deaths, and then a couple years was like nah, nothing. But then there was another one, and there is a drug bridge. Drug bridge like a, was was a drug bridge. I in this place. So don't go thinking I'm a, I'm a, a bad person. I, uh, nah, I mean you can know info and then you can be part of the info. I think you just know the info. But no, I guess this bridge connected the campsites to the stages, so you could and you could get whatever the fuck you wanted there. So on the way to the on the way to the stage. Then like the last story I heard, this dude this dude was going around stealing people's shit. Oh man! They found him. Whooped his ass. He had to get fucking airlifted up out of there. <laughs> My bad. I, I ain't done. <laughs> then, they, then, they find, then they find this fool's car. Oh. Destroy his car. Oh. Rip it apart. Come to find out, this motherfucker stole this car from his girlfriend to get there. Oh my god. <laughs> You was who you was before you got here, dog. And damn, listen, I'm dying at an airlift ass whooping. Like, um, so he was. St- Where that's a, that's wow. How many people would visit these places? The gathering was huge, bro. Right. It's, I mean, over yeah. ten thousand. And he was just going around yanking. Yeah, and motherfuckers. See, nobody does. At FTA, like you might have somebody like going through your cooler, maybe you know, like <laughs> grab a couple beers. But like, I've never seen or like, I've only been there once, but I've never heard of anybody like going through somebody's like tent or car or shit like that, you know. So they like what saw him in a tent and followed him to his tent or something, or yeah, I mean, I don't know, I wasn't there. Well, that's I, what I heard. I guess I'm trying to figure out like how they figured out he was stealing mad shit. And not be just like, the one person. Like, what, and steal some shit and catch them in the act and like, all right, on this one we go. Got in that ass, <laughs> right? <laughs> one of them is a mistake, but fooled me twice, goddammit. Yeah, fooled me exactly. seven, Fooled me seven times. It's about to be unlucky for that ass. Call the helicopter. <laughs> and this was so crazy, too. Like, did they whoop his ass and then stop? And they wait for the helicopter to get there. <laughs> or they, they like, like, oh, call the bird. I <laughs> so I wonder if it was just like a continued ass whooping until the bird got there. And it was like, all right, all right, okay. You've done Torch's enough. Car. You've done enough. Torch's car. <laughs> Damn. So he stole his he stole his shorty shit. Yo, and they, they yo. And they fucked the yeah. car up. Damn, dog. Violent J. Bruh, rap festivals, like, I don't hear about that shit happening at rap festivals. I don't hear hear about it happening at heavy metal festivals. Like, that's a whole different. That's a whole, yeah. That's a whole different group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You familiar with any, like, juggalo bands? How how do you, what, what music, like, is that a... Just, like what bands I, perform I, I, at the names. gathering? You say what? Three Six Mafia. Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I mean, they I don't are know. like white accessible. No diss. 
Yeah. They are way you know accessible. The... Hell yeah, bro. I mean, what was I blasting all through high school in the car? Dog. So 3-6, MERS. Fucking <laughs> shit like that, you know? <laughs> Damn, I kind of want to find who was at the gathering of the Juggalos, twenty fucking twelve. I mean, look up. I mean, no, they still have it. They got like they're in Ohio now. They were in Oklahoma for a little bit. They got ran out of there. Then they went to Ohio. Damn. Nah, hurry up, internet, because this is crazy. I can't yeah, find it. No, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind to go check it out. Maybe just for a day, just to see this shit. I'll take a live stream. But like, nah, but like, what I was getting, what I was getting to in the beginning, uh, they hated all those motherfuckers down there. Oh. Everybody that ran, ran the campgrounds and shit, you know, because they didn't pick up after themselves. They were fucking dirty. They just didn't have any manners and shit like that. They love us. They said we're some nice fucking people. We pick up after ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Every every morning when I go by ice from the ice dudes, I good morning, how y'all doing today and shit like that, you know, and then they remember you from the whole fucking festival. <laughs> That's the guy who said hi to us. This shit just <laughs> ended like three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. What the fuck? Founded by Jump Steady and Insane Clown Posse. Oh whoop 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 whoop. Uh, let me see if I can find this last lineup. The internet will be internet right now. Uh, let's see. Locations. Novi, Michigan. Toledo, Ohio. Peoria, Illinois. Shit. Uh, that was 2002. Cave in Rock, Illinois. Um, Oklahoma City. Springville, Indiana. Yeah, Thornville, Ohio tends to be... Yeah, there's a lot of popularity. 2014 through 2016. Uh, 2018, 2021, 2022. Cave in Rock, Illinois. Uh, from 07, 2013. That feels mad, Southern Illinois. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. Gotta be. Uh, dude, I, the crazy thing is, too, like, I mean, like depending on where you're coming from, a lot of these people go through the town that I live in, mm. and you could just tell. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell who's on the way to the fucking gathering. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, regular performers include... Cottonmouth Kings, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Vanilla Ice, Zug Island, Tech Nine. I I should have figured that one. You knew that. I I knew that one. Two Live Crew, uh, Necro, Haystack, Brother Lynch Hung, Three Six, Afro Man, Bizarre. I should have known Bizarre. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Mac Ten, Coolio. Okay, okay. Uh, notable guests include. Bubba Sparks, Lil White, uh, Bushwick Bill, Corrupt, Power Man 5000, Yin Yang Twins, uh, Andrew WK, that makes sense. Scarface, damn, okay. Now, these aren't regular performers, but they've been there. So, Juvenile, Lil John, Exhibit, Exhibit kind of makes sense. Um, Huh, Master P, Raekwon, Danny Brown, okay. I'm not surprised by any of these names. Regular... Or, like, one-time fucking offenders. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, Ooh. so metal festivals talk about violence, but aren't violent. The Gathering nah. of the Juggalos. Um, 
yeah, they just put on their Vampiro paint and uh <laughs> right. That's right. Jeez, I guess, dude. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Man. What a time. I ain't really got in on the heart and the brain, dog. Um I haven't been living this past week. I did all my living uh, a few weeks ago. Um shout out to those who checked in on the Q and A. Um there's always more. We got a. We talked about a best of. We might hold that off now. Now that the new season's starting up, um, and do a little more live more life. More, down. More life. Uh, we got a huge fucking show now, man. Let's get going. Um, want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode one hundred sixty-two of the Hard Camera T H C C L X I I and I am your guy, Juve. J-U-V, just under your vision. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Varsity Club. Big Ren, I love you. I can reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore M-A-A-F-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at Juvie. Desayuno, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Ren on the show page, on the Twitter, on the Instagrams, at <clears throat> The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, predictions, witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, et cetera, things of that nature. But above all else, you already know, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Heartwoman content. Content brought to you by Violent Juve and Rennie Too Dope. Content. <laughs> Hopefully help us pay our bills. You like that? You like that? was good. That was, that was good. Uh, Big Ren, we got a, a, a double header, dog. A double header. A triple header if we'd refocused on NXT. But uh, a double header. First up, we have WWE Clash at the Castle. And then the very next day. The next day, we got AEW all out. And earlier that day, uh, NXT Worlds Collide. Um, but first, updated numbers. Big Ren is sitting at 33 of 42 matches predicted. 78.57%. Guy Juve is sitting at 31 of 42 matches predicted. 73.80%. I'm about to take it back after this car. We got 11 D matches. We got a solid 20. I swear, man. That's what she said. Um, we gonna get it. We gonna get this thing going, man. So yeah, let's first start with uh, WWE Clash of the Castle. Big Ren. How you? Uh, how you feel about this card on paper, dog? This feels to me uh, like a Saudi Arabia show. Hmm. Uh, which aspect is because of the travel, or what do you think? Travel time, the time that they're showing it, um, mm-hmm. and that's because yeah. of where they are trying to be live. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a good card on paper. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll be honest, man. No, nah, I'm looking forward to two matches, two and a half, two and a half. The yeah, half is it. the Roman Reigns match because I'm I'm you know, the Tribal Chief. Um. You know, and we'll get to the other two when we get there. Um, you know, I hadn't thought about the Saudi Arabia aspect of it. Um, 
I mean, they can't do it on tape delay because them spoilers will come out ASAP. You know what I'm saying? So that that is what it is. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to watch live just considering uh, what life is right now. Um, So that'll be interesting. Um, Catch the first hour. That's it. Yeah. Um, I won't say that I'm excited, but they're going to put on a good show. They haven't put on a bad one yet. In years, never ever since um, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins. Um. Yeah, I mean this. <laughs> I mean this is Triple H. This is all hands on deck for Triple H. This is Triple H's first first premium live event, um, fully under his creative direction. Let's talk about that too before we get into the matches, man. You know, what do you think about you know Triple H so far? The creative, uh, um, yeah, the new creative direction. It hasn't been a chore to watch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, this past episode, I mean, this past week of Raw was, I think, probably the weakest one they've had since he's taken over. Okay. But that's, how, that's, how, that's how numbers work. Numbers go numb. It is. It is unfortunate that was the go home Raw. But go ahead. No, nah, it's been it's been good though. Yeah. I I mean I like it more. More than before. Oh man, it's interesting that like. Just on the business side of it, that WWE like stock price hasn't missed a beat. Like Vince left, the stock prices never took a hit like that. Um, if you believe, you know whatever news site you read, um, USA seems to be happy with what's going on. WWE is a huge money maker for USA and Fox anyway, so they were gonna get re-upped and renewed on their on their TV deals. I was gonna bring in money anyway, but. To hear that the network is like, for it to be a news blurb, yeah, that USA is happy. Because when we hear about the networks in WWE, it's always about, oh man, USA is pissed off and Fox is pissed off um, because WWE can't, can't, you know what I'm saying, keep their shorties in order. But like, for the news blurb to say, huh, happiness is interesting. It's interesting to me. Um Here's I, here's not the elephant in the room because it's not an elephant. Um, Triple H is getting the same excitement that Tony Khan got, and the reason he's getting that excitement is because, yeah, he had the history with NXT, but he never ran Raw, he never ran SmackDown. Triple H is it's it's new and exciting. It's new, right? Tony Khan's in now. Listen, three years later. We can all come, we can all you know come to the point and say that Tony Khan is a goob, big time. You know what I'm saying? And so people settle in their habits. I don't really like the tribalism of wrestling. You you you, the way numbers work, especially unquantifiable numbers. Of course, you're gonna like one more than the other, but you don't have to like one at the expense of the other, and you don't have to throw away all nuanced logical conversation to talk about both companies, right? Yeah. Um, but. Tony Khan, when AEW first started, yeah, hot interest, new, right? Now people settle down three years later into whatever their opinions are about it. Triple H, it's hot, new, Vince is gone. I still can't believe that. That's still weird. And you know what's weird, too? And maybe this is something Vince would want. Um, We haven't talked in a while, me and Vince. Um, When Vince left, like... It was just, hey, Vince was here. Let's say thank you, Vince, and do a chant and be out of here. Um, 
But it ain't like Vince McMahon died, so it's not like maybe he would get like a video package. And maybe, that, again, maybe this is something Vince would want. But it just seems like, man, just, you know, <laughs> man, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, Vince McMahon retired. I can't get over it. Like, George Steinbrenner left the Yankees. Adam Silver took over for David Stern. Like, Bud Selig is gone. Like, Vince, again, this was 40 years plus of him being the face of not just WWE, but wrestling, right? And so Steinbrenner left the Yankees, and, like, the Yankees are the Yankees, but Steinbrenner made the Yankees the Yankees. Vince left WWE, and WWE is WWE, but Vince made WWE. And to be honest, wrestling is what it is as an entirety because of Vince McMahon. Now WCW definitely helped its evolution, but Vince McMahon's Vince McMahon. I'm 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 going on a tangent, but yes, Triple H's initial excitement is because of the buzz, and that's not a bad thing; it's just an honest thing, right? Yeah. So, like, as an as you know, a historical context, Florida Man debuted for WCW Saturday Night. You know what I'm saying? In 1994, this is a year before Nitro, so WCW Saturday Night was the show, and. The ratings conversation doesn't mean as much because television is different, but they got a 2.8 rating. Now, the number, again, isn't as important, but that 2.8 was a tie for the highest rating WCW Saturday Night had ever had up to that point. Like, Florida Man debuted, and the best they did was tie a rating. And tough. Yeah, right? And then the rating numbers kind of dwindled down because it's the initial excitement, but the people business is the people business. So the initial excitement, and then you settle into it. CM Punk debuted on Rampage. Huge number. And then the ratings kind of dwindled down and settled into what it is, right? So you talk about buzz, talk about excitement. Of course, SummerSlam is going to be the most watched SummerSlam. Vince McMahon retired. Oh. The buzz and the interest is at is at a crazy high. Of course, you're going to get a great rating for the first or first first two raws afterward. Vince McMahon retired, and it's a new excitement, new buzz. So, you know, it will take some time to see what what viewership viewership you know turns into with a little more consistency in it. That has nothing to do with the product. Nothing to do with the product. No. That's just the people us. business. Yeah, it's us, right? The people business. Um. Yeah, but again, you know, rating numbers that that shit doesn't matter as much. TV isn't isn't what it was. No. Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock. Um in 1997, like if you missed the season finale of Carolina in the City, like you missed it. That was Never. it. You couldn't TiVo mad about you. I hope you better <laughs> fuck up that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's a different range, it's a different range, but It'll be interesting to see how this thing goes, man. Um, creatively, yeah, there's still still new stories that they're that they're putting together. Um, you know what strikes me as interesting though, with all the debuts, the and the re-signings, right? Dexter Loomis, um, Johnny Gargano, of course, being you know the the big one. Um, uh, Karrion Cross. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but like re-debuts and, and people coming back. The rumor that Braun Strowman may come back. The rumor of Bray Wyatt, right? Tells me that that whole budget cuts shit 
That's a bunch of bull. Bunch of bullshit, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now we see where that money went to now. Uh, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Spice. Spice. Yeah. That's crazy. After That's... having sex, spending money. <laughs> That's crazy. Nick Connie went nowhere, and they blamed it on him that whole time. Budget cuts. Yeah, all right. All right. That's crazy. Yeah, we know where the money went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Vince man retired. Mm. For having a little sex. Spending a little money. Spending a little money. <laughs> a little bit of sex. All right. Okay. What a time. That's interesting, too, right? Like, we didn't really talk about this aspect. Like, yeah. He had a little sex. Had a little money. Uh, or sorry, paid a little money. Uh, supposedly, you know, put it in the wrong place or it came from the wrong place. What's been really interesting is that, like, and I know NDAs were signed. I know NDAs were signed. But, like, you see other high-profile NDAs that get broken when women stand out, come out and speak. No one has come out and said anything about Vince. The story just kind of drops now. The the salacious part, right? Like the, the the most salacious part of it all is like the money spent in weird ways, right? He gave it, he you know gave it to women, and they signed NDAs. He he gave some to the to the to the Trump Foundation. Uh, I don't know why anybody's surprised about that. Um, but like nothing, no one said that like Vince was improper or. There was the alleged part that, like, you know, he coerced someone, um, but it just stayed alleged. It's almost like you have to say that's all, with stories like these, women and money. Someone has to allegedly do something wild because you can't tell a story without it. Oh, it yeah. ain't got to be true. Makes it fun. It just makes it fun. <laughs> makes it fun. Because otherwise, Everything what's the headline? Say it again. Everything is wrestling. Everything. Is wrestling. The truth is somewhere in the gray. What a time. Um. Damn, man, Velveteen Dream ain't coming back, is he? Oh. Damn, <laughs> dog. If this was '86, a uh, little bit of cocaine. Who cares? What, what kind of paraphernalia you got caught with? I don't know what kind of paraphernalia you got caught with, but I heard like I heard. Ah, I like sound like an asshole. Um, I read, I still sound like an asshole, that, like, it was possession, and in order to, like, try to lessen the charge, and I'm reading it wrong, he, like, consumed some in front of the (laughs) officer so that, I don't know, rumors and innuendo, whatever stories you believe. If this was 1986, eh. Yeah. But it's 2022. Social media won't let him forget. They already wouldn't let him forget anyway for the reasons we already talked about. But now. <sighs> boy looking like Lars Sullivan, ain't he? Fuck. Fuck. It's your guy. Velveteen Dream, correct, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, literally a week ago, we were talking about bringing him back. Literally a week ago, he had it in his Instagram bio, Bring Back Velveteen Dream. Oh. 
It's a wrap now, man. Like, or the least... accidents happen. Yeah. Mistakes happen. Yeah, yeah. Bad driving, I guess. Like, mistakes happen. I remember when Florida man fucked up. He was like, "Oh, he he made a mistake." No, he was saying "nigger" on tape. That wasn't a mistake. He said it on purpose. <laughs> he he didn't stub his toe or lose his keys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh man, he, he that shit. He, did, he right? didn't butt dial. Somebody's house. Was somebody's house and they stubbed their toe. Yeah, right. just <laughs> right. What? <laughs> that whole diatribe wasn't because he butt dialed. He was laying up with his buddy's wife, talking about niggers and his daughter. Oh, I made a mistake, brother. Uh, what the what the fuck are you talking about? Velveteen Dream out here stubbing his toe and just consumed. What are you? What? What? Damn, dog. I, I don't know, man. Bigger than the professional stuff. Like personally, I hope he just you know he gets it together, man. Um, people don't forgive anymore. Forgiveness is not a matter of actual forgiveness or a road to redemption. It's just something that people can put in people's face to say why they're better than somebody else. And it makes me fucking sick. Makes me sick. Um, WWE Clash of the Castle. Let's get back to it. Yes. Uh, As of right now, we got six matches announced. Um, Speaking of six, let's go into a six-woman tag. We've got Bianca Belair. Versus Os- it's not not versus Bianca Belair, Oscar and Alexa Bliss versus Bailey, Io Sky and Dakota Kai. Big Rain, how you see this shaking out? Team Bailey, Team wins Bailey, this one. talk talk me through it. Just a easy way for Bianca to lose a match with not actually not having to pin her. Mm-hmm. Set up some dissension between that team, mm-hmm. and then we can make. Bailey's team looks stronger. Are you concerned at all that EO Sky and Dakota Kai did not win the women's tag team titles? I thought they were going to. Against the makeshift team of Raquel. Is is she Gonzalez or Ra- Ra- Raquel Rodriguez now? Rodriguez, yes. Uh Raquel Rodriguez and uh Aaliyah. I think they want to make her a star, Raquel. Um I think they want to make her bigger. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, that's another reason I think that uh, Team Bailey is gonna win this. They just uh, they lost on the go home episode, so let's. They're gonna. I mean, I mean, and I feel like this has more, more this, this story with those six has more range than them in that tag tournament. Is obviously, it- I mean, obviously, being a champion, they would have to defend. But this, I feel like this story has more range. Is there anything to be said that, like, on one hand, this team was involved in was involved in the tournament and involved in this feud, but that the tag titles aren't going to be on the show? Um, is is, is Which that? I think that's on the show. You think it like when I seen them have like because I figured it was going to be those two in the tournament, those two teams in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I figured why the fuck not have that on the pay per view. I feel you. I feel you. And I, I guess I couldn't have them do double duty or anything, but 
And if they lost too early, then that's a thing. But, I mean, maybe you could have flipped that up and had, like, the huge six-man as a feature match on Raw. Um, and maybe the end, what do you do with the with the women's champion, you know? It wasn't like a total squash. It was a fucking, it was the most devastating move. In sports entertainment. Oh, up. So, oh, it wasn't up. like, it wasn't a huge loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still lost, but it wasn't devastating. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, man. You think we're getting Sasha and Naomi back? I bet we do. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? I just can't call it, you know, but I just bet we do. I would imagine we do. Uh, I mean, it seems like a lot of these returns and and quote-unquote rumors um, – had to do with with superstars issues with Vince's philosophies. Um, that's a return I forgot to talk about. Hit Row, Hit Row coming back, um, and that's a prime example. You know they you know apparently the, the streets say Top Dollar was hard to work with, um, but he always had a great relationship with Triple H. So I mean, yeah, those dynamics there. Um, and I mean, listen, it's Sasha Banks and it's Triple H. The NXT connection. Naomi's been around for years. Um, you know, even before being on the main roster, you know, uh, FCW. So, I mean, um, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Do you think they jump back as a tag team? Do you think they come back separately? Or? I don't know, but who are you picking? I'm having a conversation about the entirety of the division right now. I'm picking Team Bailey, motherfucker. <laughs> And it's not, and I wasn't, I wasn't filibustering. I had them chosen already. <laughs> Sasha and Naomi come back together, but fuck it though. Thank you. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> um, this will be fun, won't it? Oh yeah, will it? <laughs> how fu- how, fu- how fun is it gonna be? Like super fun or kind of? Uh, <laughs> what's the middle of super and kind of? I pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I say it'd be pretty fun. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, I didn't. Catch- Seth's gonna win. You said Seth's gonna win. And I don't know, man. This guy's running a big losing streak. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, fuck. They, Matt Riddle wasn't even fucking injured. It's for them not to have that match at SummerSlam, I thought it was kind of stupid. Mm. Unless they really did shit going on for this pay-per-view. And they needed it for this. Well, yeah. And without it, it only been five deep. Yeah. Huh. That, um, I didn't see the whole side-by-side segment. I just saw the part that everyone's talking about. Um, Seth Rollins talked about the man's family. Let's talk about your family. Oh, you don't have a family. Your wife left you. Took kids, you little bitch. And Seth uh, Matt Riddle, he has he has his first name back. Ooh, um, talking about uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, yeah, man. I this one's tough because I mean both these fucking dudes need to win. Or do they need to win? I don't know. I think I think Matt Riddle needs it more. You think so? Yeah. Why do you say? I think I, I mean I 
just feel like Seth is untouchable. Seth can, is the prime example of like getting over without going over. Yeah. And not in the Baron Corbin way. Like I didn't realize Baron Corbin hasn't won a pay per view match since ninety seven. But like <laughs> he's still in major major angles, making somehow making the best of it. But when Seth Rollins is on TV, it feels more like appointment television. He hasn't won a pay per view match since ninety eight. But so. there's still great matches. Yeah. And it's still over, over. The character work. The character work. I'm going Matt Riddle. Didn't you just say Seth Rollins is going to win? Did you not say that? Being... Seth Rollins hasn't won a match. Okay, we're being, we're being recorded. I can I can show you the tape later. But it's all good. Hey. Say it again. Hey, you can. You can show it. <laughs> you're going to hear. You're going to hear that. Seth Rollins hasn't won a pay-per-view all, all right. year. Yeah, we'll see. All right, my man. Uh, I'm going with Matt Riddle. I'm going with Matt Riddle. <laughs> um, I like the violence aspect. Seth Rollins is violent, but he's crafty violent. Like, yeah, he'll have to trick you into some violence, whereas Matt Riddle is violent, right? And I like that they're pulling... Like, it's it feels like this is the most serious Matt Riddle has been on Raw. Um, like his angry face is a little funny because he's such a bro, but like he did Hard fight. He did fight MMA for real. You know what I'm saying? Um, I haven't seen him this intense since coincidentally his match with Velveteen Dream at whichever takeover that was. We kind of leaned toward a little bit of heel heelishness. Um, but yeah, I I like the depth, the new depth of character that Matt Riddle is showing. But here's the thing too: that's a credit to Seth Rollins being the fucking Joker. Seth Rollins will bring it out of you. Yep. As we have we as we've seen with Roman Reigns and, and Cody Rhodes and um all of <laughs> all of Seth Riddle it, Seth Riddle, Seth Rollins' feet. Go ahead. Yeah, and with that character, like I said, he can he can lose and still be over over. Part of his charm is losing because like he brings something out of you, he changes you. You be changed. But he'll take that ass whooping. And, and still come shit. Still come back talking shit, being Seth Rollins, right? But also, I like the 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 the, the extra depth in Seth Rollins. It's a different kind of seriousness that Seth Rollins is showing. Um, like he was serious against Roman Reigns and being the Joker, but like he called Matt Riddle a bitch. You know what I mean? Um, and if you remember, I don't know if you remember, like. And it's not like it was highly publicized or whatever, but like they haven't always gotten along for real. Yeah. Back when Matt Riddle was married, Matt Riddle's wife said some things about Becky Lynch um, that that ruffled a few feathers, and Matt Riddle had to take the brunt of that. Um, Just look at that. There's a joke in there. This? There's a super <laughs> joke in there. Got him in trouble and left him. Threw him in the mix. <laughs> and then took the kids. Fucking kids. Now he's getting called a bitch. Bro, on live national television. Television, man. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got a... You, your shorty threw you in the mix and then left you, nigga. You ain't even got a family, son. Son, you ain't even got a son no more, son. 
fucking painting his fingernails now. <laughs> <laughs> Look what she reduced you to. What, what color is that? Seashell pink, my guy? <laughs> Fuck out of here, boy. Yo. That's one of the matches I'm looking forward to of the two and a half. Uh, the Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins match. I want to see how they put this together. Um, we already had Hell in a Cell this year, right? I think so. Yes, because Cody and Seth. Um, I don't know what next month is. I don't even. Excuse me. I haven't seen the, the layout. Extreme rules. Oh, okay. Oh, so this has to continue, huh? Well, as we see, it can continue either way. So, interesting. Okay. Pushing forward, man. Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on Rey Mysterio and Edge. Talk to me, dog. Fist, wasn't he? One more time. Fist, wasn't he? That boy love him some Rhea Ripley, don't he? <laughs> Man, man, that boy is transfixed man. on them thighs. Uh, oh, he was pissed at Ray. Oh, yeah. I want to be in that match, Dad. Come on, Daddy. We're, we're, we're family. Edge is like family, too. It's right. like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember, you know, Edge. Say it. No, go ahead. I was going to say, if you remember, Edge and Ray Mysterio are former tag team champions. So, I mean, there yeah. is a history there. I mean, they're also former rivals when Edge, you know, was wilding. Um,. But yeah, between yeah, between Ray picking Edge and and <laughs> them Rhea Ripley thighs, man, Dom is in a he's in a tough spot. Might have got turned. Listen, is that where we're going? I don't know. I feel like I've been saying it, or I feel like I've been saying it at least for a couple of years now. That Dom is gonna grow the mustache and the beard and the leather jacket on his dad. <laughs> He's gonna turn on his dad. Does he turn on his daddy, or does he turn on Edge and walk away from his daddy? Mm, that's a good call. You know what I mean? Finn and Damien winning. Yep. Finn and Damien. <laughs> you think we see a turn? Maybe not a full turn, but like what, what you just said, he turns on Edge. Because there's a thing, man. Sociolo- sociology, dog. Um, we don't really see... Fathers and sons of color turn on each other. Trying to say, bro. I'm saying the ass boys punch their daddy in the face. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, So, hey, (laughs) I'm saying Shane McMahon kicked a trash can into his father's face in front of 70,000. Fuck. I'm saying Vince McMahon beat his daughter... Yeah, I'm saying Vincent Man beat his daughter in an I Quit match. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. People, people don't forget. Um, I did. Yeah. Well, listen. There's other people. There's four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine others going to Corn Day. Say again. I was trying to away. Never remember that one again. But thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Had to bring that back out. Had to bring that back out. Um, Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a whole topic of. White family dynamics. Um, yeah, Don Marie and Tori Wilson's dad. Um, yeah, I've heard some. I've heard some wild shit about like white fathers and their daughters growing up that I should probably just save for like off the mic. Um, but fathers be good to your daughters. Um, shout to shout. Um, yeah, Judgment Day need this win. 
They need this win. Um, as a whole, Rhea Ripley is like the strongest out of the three. To our life, a fucking match. Right, right. <laughs> that's the that's the funny part, right? So there's no leader, and I and I thought Finn Balor would be like the leader. There's no leader. They all like you know all for one, one for all. But um, yeah, Judgment Day needs this. They need this. They need this more. That match at um, SummerSlam that they lost. I mean, you know, you know, getting the heat back. But I know this is building something else. But yeah, they they need this one. They need this one. Um, do they pin Ray or do they pin Edge? Edge. Oh, I was gonna say Ray. I was gonna say Ray. Um, Finn Balor and Edge. That's what I'm looking forward to. Let's get that. Let's get that cracking. Let's get that crunk on. Fucking last man standing match. They'll go on for three hours. (laughs) They're going to flip the ring? Yeah, the ring. They're going to go underneath. They're going to go in the sewers. They're going to go up on the – they're going to go on the building. Somebody might get tossed off this time. Ah, yes. Will, Will Edge come out from under the stage in the ring of fire? Gosh. He'll be on fire too. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Got to up the stakes because it's extreme rules. Extreme rules. Can't wait till they throw a Mysterio off a building again. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. Maybe like Dom will just have. Maybe like they'll threaten to throw Ray off a building, and then Dom will just look and watch and just be like, "Ah, oh, damn." See ya. Bye, daddy. Bye, daddy. That's not a Bye turn. That's not him turning on his daddy. He just didn't save him. Throw him off a building. He'll be back. He got his eye back. Yeah, it grew back. And he grew his eye back. He, he was thrown off a building a couple years ago. He's indestructible. He's indestructible. He's all right. Um, this is the other match I'm looking forward to for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther versus Sheamus. This is going to be a fucking uh, business is about to pick up. Bruh, this is about to be a slobber knocker. <laughs> I tell Both these you dudes what, two dollars take, bro. I tried to listen. Mud holes, mud holes, about to be stomped, <laughs> bro. Yeah. What strikes me is that like their last segment on SmackDown. This is of course this is dropping before the newest SmackDown. Um, how similar they are, not just because they're European and they fight, but like they fight the same. They're what they. Fight. Same. They got the same style. They're the they're they're this the the difference is Gunther is like distinguished, and Sheamus is a is a is a brawling brute. But they're the same guy. Same. Interesting. This is gonna be so fun, man. Talk me through it. Shit. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be an ass whooping. Fucking. It's it's not gonna stop. But uh, Gunther's taking this. Yeah. It's gonna be a good look for Gunther. Oh, for sure. For sure, for Sheamus sure. is going to put up a big time. Sheamus doesn't need the shit. Yeah, I feel that. I um, I like what they're trying to do with the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship. I'm trying to bring those back to, to prominence. That's an aspect that I didn't talk about with Triple H. Is that, again, yeah, it's new, it's exciting. But he also has 60 years of history to build upon. Um, Like, and this is not a diss, but like, we know what the Intercontinental Championship was. We know what the United States Championship was. All he had to do was put together a dope video package and say, hey, let's have them wrestle, right? That was one of the more easier things to do. No, Again, no diss to him. 
Um, but that's a history that he didn't build through his creative vision. That is an extension of Vince. Um, to compare it to the excitement Tony Khan had, this is still a baby. It's a baby. It's three years old. It's just now walking and talking. Um, it's still shitting on itself every once in a while. But WWE is 60 plus years old. So it be shitting on itself every once in a while. You like that? That was good. I, I, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Um, but yeah, no, this is going to be, this is going to be dope. This is going to be dope. This will be one that people will talk about for a while. Um, in front of the UK, you know what I'm saying? They're, uh, they're, they're, they're home countrymen, so to speak. So you think, uh, is, is Pete Dunn getting his gear? Oh, he got his gear back. Is he going to get his name back or is he going to stay? He's going to be butch. That like they kind of fucked him. We're just giving him butch. It's got nothing to do with his original name. Right. So it's going to be kind of hard to transition over to a new name if they give him a new name. Right. But, I mean, everybody knows this fucking Pete Dunn. I think most people didn't like Butch. I feel you. And he put it in his – I mean, it's still in his Twitter handle, Pete Butch Dunn. Um, that's kind of thing. Yeah, everyone else, like Austin Theory from NXT, he got his – he getting his name back. Matt Riddle getting his name back. Um, I mean, Walter changed to Gunther, but, like, it's Butch. This is a whole different kind of name. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You see the screenshot? He apparently got his gear back. I didn't see that. Yeah, because they filmed two SmackDowns in a row uh, because of the travel. So, yeah, the, uh, there's a shot went on the net. He uh, got his got his Pete Dunn gear back. So It's a better look than whatever the fuck you had. The newspaper boy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yep. yeah. 1930s England or Red Dead Redemption with a British accent. Walking yeah, that's around, it right there. Walking around Saint Denis. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Holler. Maybe she finally gets a win here, a full-on clean win. Yeah. Did I, Which I? Sorry, did I get your prediction for for Gunther and Sheamus? We didn't get yours. Gunther's gonna take it. You That's want, my pick. Okay, I was making sure. Sorry about that. Go ahead, man. Um, but no, I think um, I think Shannon Baszler is gonna be a good opponent for her. Hopefully, she can work a bit better. I don't know. Shayna. Live. Live. Okay. But no, I think I think she's gonna win this. Like I said, them putting up her her against Shayna and getting a clean win will have some of the naysayers back off just a little bit. You know, they got to do something. Yeah, if they if they want her to fucking be the champion for a while, they got to do something. They can't just have her fucking half ass win shit. Liv Morgan's story as a champion is better if she was a heel. Oh yeah, like the beatable champion who squeaks by. Um, that's 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 better for heels. Um, again, right? This is not me just trying to hate, but I'm on record. I've 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 never really seen the big deal. Um, the popularity lies in because she's she's plucky, and she's worked super hard, and she loves the business, and she's passionate, and she had sex with Lana. And yeah. she was in the riot squad. Um, 
So I think she squeaks out a lucky victory somehow. Again, that's the story we're telling. Um, I think what's next for Shayna Baszler is that we get that a lot true alliance with Ronda Rousey, and maybe they start to run rough shot over the women's tag division and give that a shot in the arm. Fine with me. Um, that would be fire. That would be fire to me. Um, I mean, the history is there, right? I don't know why they never went with it. We had Shayna Baszler. Uh, tag team with Nia Jax um, and being somewhat scary and dumb. It's like they never really full, never pulled the trigger on her being like scary uh, on Raw and SmackDown. But um, Shayna Baszler, listen, she 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 stomped that arm the right way. Game over, Brad, Brad, Brad. My shoulder ain't still ain't fully healed. You know what I'm saying? I can't even imagine. I know, can't imagine, dog. Um, but yeah, I think Liv takes it, squeaks out, squeaks another one out, and we uh we continue this story. Uh, let's take it to the main event, dog. The main event, the big dog, huh? the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, takes on Drew McIntyre. I don't think this one is as easy to call as we just think it is. Have your pick? I do, but talk talk me through this whole thing. The storyline, the feud, the the match. I mean, we've been building towards this since fucking Drew McIntyre said he's challenging him, what, three months ago? <laughs> and I'm trying to... Did we see that on television or did we like see that online and was like, man... TV. Okay. Um, well, I don't know if we're going to get a definitive winner on this one. Mm. I think Karrion Cross is going to get involved. Really? Have a triple threat match at Extreme Rules. Hmm. Okay. So will we get like the double DQ or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta. I'm taking records. So, what do you? How do you think it's gonna go? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I think. (laughs) Yes. Got you. Okay. Um. So you think Karrion Cross gets involved so quickly? I know when he debuted, like he threatened it. But do you think he goes right into a title feud? Does he build up, you know, on a side feud? I know he's about to debut on SmackDown tonight. Naked. He get involved. See if I say too much, then it's gonna it's gonna give my predictions for next month. But um, I don't think he'll be in the title run. But he's gonna be he's gonna be like number two heel mm-hmm. or SmackDown for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad they didn't give him his old fucking gear. That oh, the mask fucking, the... Boot, fucking Mad Max bullshit. <laughs> like, I would. You just fan of him, but I think he looks way better and just like his street clothes just looks like a fucking like a a dude that goes to Julie's. <laughs> no. He'll be in a mixed tag against Edge and Beth Phoenix in no time. Yeah, I'll be fucking smoking cigarettes and That's doing cocaine. Funny and swinging. Um yeah. for sure. It, I'm glad they put Scarlet with him. Like that's part of the appeal of the act. Um, I'm not so sure he goes straight into a title match, title feud. 
But I mean, I'm not so sure that he doesn't, you know, with with all the debuts and re-signings and just him on the roster. That's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of potential shoots to, to go with. I know Ricochet is going to be at Worlds Collide, but I mean, Karen Cross and Ricochet, they seem to have a, a new vested interest in Ricochet. Um, that's kind of the thing with this thing too, right? There's a certain love, and I hate to keep just going back and comparing the two, but there's a certain love that Triple H is getting that Tony Khan wasn't when really they did the same thing. Like Tony Khan, Tony Khan got a lot of hell for his signings for building a big roster when Triple H is building a big roster. Same and, shit. And it doesn't matter where they were before. Who cares they were in NXT before so he worked before. It's uh he's building a big roster either way. But here is the difference. I will say WWE is doing it better because Tony Khan, again, uh, yeah, different styles of presentation. However, Tony Khan is just going with the announcement. Mm -hmm. Announcement, we signed this person, right? But Triple H and team, when they debut someone, they already are in the middle of a story. Right, Dexter yeah. Loomis. So is, they already got oh. Dexter Loomis is kidnapping motherfuckers. Carrying Cross. I'm stoked with this motherfucking dude, Dexter. Yeah, listen, that boy got Miz shooketh, <laughs> shooketh. You know what I'm saying? Johnny Gargano came and and I like too. They're not ignoring the past history. They've like got this, a reason to. The stuff from NXT not to. happened and it really happened. And they're still acknowledging their own history. So Johnny Gargano comes in, has an instant story with Austin Theory. Um, we'll see if they link him into Maso Champa eventually. I wouldn't mind that being a tag team. You know, bringing that back, um, especially with you know the tag division still like limping into you know limping into uh, prominence again. Uh, the Usos got this thing on lock. DIY and the Usos. Give me all that. Give me all of that. Give me all of that. You know what I'm saying. Um, but taking it back to Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, I like this Sami Zayn influence of him trying to be the honorary bloodline member, the honorary Oos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jay is like, man, fuck all that. <laughs> but Jimmy is like, nah, man, he cool. He cool. Yeah. And Roman Reigns is clearly just like manipulating Sami Zayn into whatever he wants to do. And then Kevin Owens is like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Stop stop acting like such a fucking goob. Right? So we're definitely gonna get that tag team pairing. Kevin and Sammy. They've never been tag chambers together. Um they might be the team to do it. That would be fire. That would be fire, right? Because we're gonna get the emotional. The emotional moment of them, like, being friends again. Because that's one of the low-key great rivalries in WWE. Their whole up-and-down friendship. And I don't think we've ever seen them as friends. Well, hell, no. We On this main roster, we've, we've seen them as friends as heels. And they kind of separate. We've never seen them as friends as babyfaces. And KO is, is, is turning back into KO. And a pissed-off Sami Zayn. 
a fiery pissed off Sami Zayn after he tried to be friends with the bloodline and got spurned and he's back with his friend De- they putting Fuck something together. They putting something together. I'm I'm interested in this. So watching where Sami Zayn goes, he's trying to be down. They're not gonna let him be down. Um, the reason why this match is harder to choose for me is because they are they are in the UK, and this is Drew McIntyre, and they in the video packs they putting together. You know, they trying to do a good job of making us think. Listen, he might. I mean, you can't you can have both hometown boys win it. Oh, already giving it to Gun. Yeah, well, I mean, Guns was taking on Sheamus, but I mean, it's the UK. I, I, oh, where are they exactly? Are they in England? Yeah, pretty sure in okay. London. Because I mean, Drew McIntyre is Scottish, and Sheamus is Irish, and. Gunther is Austrian, so I mean, none of them are actually from England. It's all from Europe, though. <laughs> they they all Chinese. Um, it's in Wales, Cardiff, Wales. So it's not even. So that's in Scotland. It? No, it's in Wales. It's its own place. Uh, so they're Shit. Welsh, but huh? Nobody's winning. So nobody's winning a thing. They're just all all from the UK. So, um. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. Somehow. Somehow, somewhere. Going with Roman Reigns. You're going with the double DQ. So this must continue. Huh? Like, I, like, I swear, man, they could they could do a cool triple threat match with Karrion Cross, Drew McIntyre, yeah. and Roman Reigns. I feel like. And, and then, like, I, I just don't think Roman should win this one. Give them... Some more to do with him and Drew, and then throw carrying in there. I feel that. I feel that. Do we find a way to get one of the belts off Roman? And how do you do that? I think they back themselves into a corner with this one, kind of. I don't know how you do that. Um, because for the longest, I felt like the companies, the company, functions well with one champion. And they're functioning okay with it. He's not much. He's not on Raw that much. Um, but maybe they do need two champions. Just I, I don't know. I don't know. Bigger the roster, I need two. Yeah, I like one champion overseeing everything. But if they're gonna do they that, be they just give him one belt. Got to be on both brands more. Right, right. And I mean, listen, he could also. Yeah, thing too with Fox. Hmm. The two networks, right, 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 right. Yeah. And I figure maybe he's on the show more, you know, with whoever his current rival is. Like if his rival like if he's if his rival is Bobby Lashley, he'd be on Raw more. If it's Drew McIntyre, he'd be on SmackDown more. Um, but yeah, I mean networks, network beef. You know what I mean? Maybe Survivor Series comes around and we get Roman Reigns versus a SmackDown guy and a Raw guy. Um I don't know. I don't know, but they gotta they have to figure that out, man. Because that means like he can't he can't relinquish it because that's disrespectful. But he hasn't been pinned in a thousand days, so like how do you how do you do that? So I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, that was WWE Clash at the Castle, and now the next day, 
the next day. AEW All Out 2022. We got another stacked, full, large, robust card. Um, How you feel about this card on paper, man? How you feel about the build? Talk to me. This is, I'm stoked for it, but this is, I'm probably the least stoked for this AEW pay-per-view out of all the others. Least stoked? Yeah. Why I don't know it? why. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot going on right now. It's, it just seems hard to fit everything under one fucking roof almost. In a different way than past AEW pay-per-views, right? Yeah. Um... I am I, I am excited. Part of me, and I'm trying to look within myself. I think I'm more excited. I'm going to be there. Yeah, that's why you. That's why you're excited. It's going to be fire in person. It's going to be Chicago. It's it's the energy is different. And again, right here's the thing, right? This is WWE esque in the sense of we might feel a certain way about the build, but the show is going to be fire. It's gonna be long. It's gonna be long. But it's gonna be fire, right? Um, I'm taking my little sister. She's gonna have a blast. It's going to be so fun seeing sis take in all this energy. Um, You're gonna be like, yo, you remember that to the fucking vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Fuck off my nigga. <laughs> Call back. Deep cut. I have to say, I have to tell sis you said that. That's funny as hell. That's funny as hell. I got my. I think my tickets got delivered today as uh, as we're recording this. Uh, I couldn't get the digital joints. I like they were like, no, we're going to mail these. Stop fucking around. We're gonna mail these. Um, but it's all good. Uh, but it was gonna be dope, man. It's gonna be dope live and in person. Build wise, this was tough. This was tough to do. They've been dealing with injuries all summer. Um, like hip too. Like this ain't no fucking like sprained fucking ankle. No, these are all heavy injuries. So of course, you know the first you know being the CM Punk injury. Of course, he's back. But the CM Punk injury, the Kenny Omega injury, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, now Thunder Rosa seen any of the fucking ue since they turned on the bucks this is true this is true like that like they needed to do that like that fucking that shit i mean i hope it didn't fizzle out but fuck well, they didn't forget I know that but like i mean I, and i know they're great at fucking long-term storytelling but still like just to do that and say all right we'll be back we'll be back hey we'll- guys you're not going to be in this tournament that you're in the finals of now. We didn't forget, though. We didn't forget, though. Um, so, yeah, I think you know, I think it suffered some because of injuries. Um, and we'll break down each match. Uh, I know we're going to break down, of course, CM Punk, John Moxley, and, and how we feel about that. In- interesting build. Interesting build. Um Let's get into the uh, buy-in matches, the zero-hour matches. Uh, first up, man, as you see, we didn't get this on a pay-per-view because of all the uh, the backstage hullabaloo. Um, I, I, now that I like say that, I don't know how much sense that makes either. Like We know about the backstage hullabaloo, 
and we know Eddie Kingston got suspended, but clearly he's not suspended anymore. Why aren't we doing the match? Um, because well, I I know with the suspension, right? They couldn't build to it on television, but and I and I, a match for the sake of a match. There's no problem with that. It's a match for it's just it's a match, right? Um, but even with Tomoro Ishii, like a well-respected Japanese veteran versus Eddie Kingston, this it feels weirdly placed. Feels really placed. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Talk me through it. I've got really no fucking idea. Yeah. Because this match is like it shouldn't even be happening. <laughs> I'm going to go with Eddie mm-hmm. unless they're like, say, nah, you're getting punished, you're losing type of thing. I hear that. I but hear that. no, like, I, Eddie needs it. Yeah. I mean, he Eddie needs it. Eddie is the kind of guy who, like, doesn't necessarily win the big man. Now, he beat Chris Jericho, was at full gear, um, and his team won. No, no, no. No, Jericho, the Appreciation Society won at uh, the Anarchy Arena, so never mind. Um, he doesn't win too many pay-per-view matches, um, but is, you know, constantly, you know, loved via Mike work, character work. Um, that's a good point. I didn't think of that point, that, hey, maybe, like, hey, punishment. Hey, you're back on TV. You were suspended, but punishment. Um, and for those not aware of what we were speaking of, I didn't really flesh that out, um, building. So, but then again, this is an aid of pay-per-view, that kind of crowd, that kind of, you know, whatever. But, uh, Eddie Kingston and the, and the Sammy Guevara build, uh, shunted via silliness, um, backstage. Right piece of shit. Backstage silliness. Um, what do you make of all of this stuff? Uh, all this talk about all this shit happening in the AEW locker room. People are at each other's throats. It's it's whole lot of unrest, civil unrest. It's anarchy. It's bedlam. <laughs> it's mayhem. I can't even call it. I mean, like I I mean I don't want to because it's all just fucking. It's all just internet talk, you know, and, yeah. and it's fifty fifty always. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. I think it's just a bunch of fucking haters, just a bunch of dumb fucks. <laughs> yeah, that are just trying to ruffle some fucking feathers. Or there, or there's one dickhead backstage that sees it different than everybody else does backstage, and he's telling everybody all this bullshit. Or niggas are just making it up and go and tell the dirt sheets, whatever. Like that's makes news. Mean. Yeah, that's mean. like there's, I think there's one or two people backstage that's not happy. So they're telling everybody else what the way they think it should be and just making up a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I um I don't know what to think of it, man. Because, again, we talked about last week how it's seemingly like, uh, you know, companies are starting to use the Internet a little bit more to 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 do the working. You know what I'm saying? Um, here's the thing, man. I, I think everything is corny. Yeah. I think everybody's corny. Like... Sure, there's a side who, if they read a Meltzer or a Wade Keller or a 411 Manny or a Cage Side Seats, and they believe everything is gospel and they defend it all to the hilt, like that's their right and they can believe what they want to believe. But they're corny. But the other side is equally as corny. Disrespect whatever website, get your torches and your, your pitchforks and fuck the, fuck the dirt and. Like, there's a whole, that whole contingent, I think they're corny too. 
the truth for me is always somewhere in the middle. Because a cat like a Meltzer or a Wade Keller, like, they've gotten some shit way wrong, but they've gotten some shit right. And they've also provided some rather decent analysis throughout the years, too. Everyone has their slant. They're going to have a slant. They might dick ride a certain way. They might talk about certain wrestlers a certain way. But again, the truth is... We don't get it wrong. Right. Right. The truth for me is in the middle. The truth is in the middle sometimes. Yeah, they thought that, like, Meltzer predicted Mabel might be the third man in the NWO. Sure. But, like... It's 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 in the gray for me. I think both sides are corny. I but I do like the way the internet is being used. I mean, it's it's wrestling, right? That's we don't know what's real. We don't know what's real. Yeah, you got a lot of motherfuckers out there too. That oh, the internet's worst thing for wrestling, you know. And well, I mean, they definitely do spoil some shit sometimes, and sure. sometimes it's a bunch of bullshit, you know. And in a business and in a life where technology is technology and everyone uses their internet for whatever they use it for, combined with a business that we never know what's real and what isn't, you kind of just had to expect this this kind of shit to happen. I was was reading something recently. uh, There's a transcript. Bobby Fish has a podcast now um, where he was talking about like him and Dax Harwood got into it. And... I you you didn't see that online. That wasn't that. that wasn't there was no headline of Bobby Fish and Dax Harwood getting into it. We would have never heard that until Bobby Fish was like, "Yeah, we got into it. It's cool now. We fi- we fixed it. We're professionals." But so that's the thing. I didn't hear, I didn't hear that. Right, you know what I'm saying? So there's there's gonna be headlines of all kinds. I mean, believe what you want to believe, but like you ain't gotta put your heart into it on either side of the fence. It's just entertaining. It's just entertainment. Everything it's is a wrestling. Fucking, it's a, you know? Everything is wrestling. It's a new... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new era, man. It's something we got to sift through. Like, the drama and the theatrics, it is what it is, but, like, both sides are corny. I'm the only cool one, and you too, because we hang out together. They can, if they can see, if the the performers can see this shit and say, you know what? Let's tweak that a bit mm-hmm. and have some fucking fun. I'm all for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dead ass. Uh, we're both going with Eddie Kingston over Tomohiro Ishii. Um, I've been having, shout out to the homie Devin at uh, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Um, we haven't in a few weeks, but we, we would kind of, we would engage in conversation about the AEW All-Atlantic Championship and how it's portrayed on television um, or not on television. Um what do you think about this? We'll get into the match. Pac versus Kip Sabian for the All-Atlantic Championship. What do you think about the way the uh, All-Atlantic Championship has been used and utilized? Forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. So not well at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, I'm the kind of guy that, like, once the idea is the idea, and it's not something I have any control over, right, I'm looking to see how the idea is executed. So the All-Atlantic Championship is meant to be defended across Europe. It's meant to be a way to display different companies across Europe. 
Um, but also most of the well, all of the title defenses up until all out um have been on AEW Dark. And um I don't I don't hate it the way others do. I don't hate the way others do. About it, yeah. honestly, because it hasn't been on. It hasn't been on Dynamite. It hasn't been on right, right. But you know, we talked earlier about the TV business. Like TV isn't the same, right? It's not just television. There's Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock. There's YouTube. Logan Paul is a YouTube sensation, right? Um, and there's money to be made from the YouTubes, not just as people, but clearly as corporations. So. If their if their idea is to spotlight other companies um, and clearly to draw more viewers to YouTube and AEW Dark, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't either. Um, and you know, we talked about how like the spike in viewership with SummerSlam, with WWE Saturday Night, with Rampage. I went and looked at some numbers where you know Pac is defending the title. Those first week numbers, those are huge, huge splashes. Huge splashes, right? Now, of course, when we drop a podcast, our hugest numbers are going to be that first week or so. But we also have the type of content that, like, if you don't... We have the topical content of the predictions, the recaps, but the timeless content of the banter at the beginning. We give you reasons to come back and look after the fact, which is the same with Dark um, or Rampage or whatever. You're going to get the initial splash and then the residual heat after the fact. Um, so I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily hate it. Now, I will say this, though. I was I, I'm I'm kind of surprised and or disappointed. I'm I'm assuming and now it, it fits with the tradition because I, I think the zero hour is gonna be on YouTube. So it fits with the tradition. I'd kind of like to see this match on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I would too. Um I kind of understand why it's not, again, because of the tradition of it. And plus this is Kip Sabian's first match back. And this entire story has been told on AEW Dark. Except for last week when Kip Saban came back to Dynamite. This has been told entirely through AW Dark. Which, again, I don't think is a bad thing. Because you want to follow a story, go check it out. We may not make time for it. Me, you, Devin, anybody else. Um, but there are people who make time for it. And I'm sure there's a, a much more vested interest in the story. Kip Sabian has been following Pac around the world as he makes title defenses with that box on his head um, looking wild. So there's a story here, even if it's not being told on Dynamite completely. There's a story here, but I'm rambling on, my guy. Talk to me. What you thinking? See, it's tough with it, uh, with it being his first match back, Boom. but I... Th- I think I think Pac's been retained. Mm. It's just, I mean this is just a really tough one to call. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched Dark, mm-hmm. so I mean all I she's been following him around, mm-hmm. creeping on him, you know, sitting in the front row while I'm, I'm looking under that box. I mean, the only thing I could think of is 
the most devastating move in the game or a distraction would cause Kip to lose. So you're going with Kip? I'm going with Pac. You're going with Pac. Going with Pac. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I hear you. Uh, we don't really see too many distraction finishes. Um, I think this one, I see this being like the main event of the Zero Hour. I think this will get a good 10, 12 minutes. I think it's one of those moments where you get over by not going over. It's tough because it's Kip saving his first match back. Um, but Pac is Pac. And Pac is a great ambassador for, you know, European wrestling. Um, by sheer skill, but also, like, as a veteran. Um, so I'm going to go with Pac as well in a, in a little mini, mini barn burner. Uh, me Slobonoga uh, was my some kind of accent. I don't know. Um, Fuck that was. Yeah, me neither. But like you heard, I tried it though. I tried. Okay. I tried a for effort. Um, but yeah, no, I think this will be really good. I think this will be really good. Um, Kip Saving will be back on Dynamite, doing Dynamite things. I think Penelope Ford has had a couple matches on television recently. Um, so joins back up with with uh, with, with his lady, and they find something to do. Dig. Um, for the FTW Championship, Hook versus Angelo Parker. Hook. <laughs> I like Hook, dude. Me too. Me too. I know, I know a lot of contingent doesn't like Hook. I like Hook. Um, well, they don't. You say what? I don't know why they don't. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure either. Um, sure? I think the size probably – I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't say shit. He just goes out there and fucking whoops ass. Whoops ass and leaves. He, he's got. I think he's got a cool attitude. I like it, man. Um, and I'm not sure why the size bothers people. Like he's cut up. Pause. Whatever. Um, his pedigree comes from that, and they don't use his dad as like like this ain't dumb. Like, no. They don't use his dad as a crutch. You know who his dad is, but he does his shit on his own. The size isn't as big of a deal because he; th- these are like legitimate, realistic ways that he beats people using leverage, using throws, getting underneath somebody. Pause. Um, he doesn't talk that much, and when he talks, so when he talks, it means something. Um, so. I like Hook, man. I like how the, I, I like when the lights go out, and then you get the the action Bronson entrance. Um, I like it, man. I'm not mad. I, I like the presentation. Um, Hook, yeah. Like what else? Um, as we get into the main card, I, there's a few of these I ain't decided on yet. Quite a few. Um, so if I sound shooketh, I am. Um, starting out, man. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. He's got to win this one, right? Who's he? He. He. Jungle Boy. Going with Jungle Boy. Like, this dude, fuck the dumb shit. He's going to whoop his fucking ass. You think so? He's going to beat the shit out of Christian. (laughs) I, um... 
Gotta gotta commend you know the story here. I mean, this started over a year ago when Jungle Boy defeated not defeated Christian Cage, but but won that battle royal, um, and they dragged it out. Christian Cage showed him, you know, quote unquote, showed him the way, but was using Jungle Boy to to become you know who he is. Uh, using Jungle Boy to 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 stay hot, stay in the spotlight. Um, did you see their uh their one on one interaction? It. My man said, you're not wrestling Jungle Boy. you fighting Jack Perry, nigga. <laughs> they bleeped that out, but I seen it. I seen his face. I, I, I know how to read lips. Jack Perry get a pass? Nah, but JR said it with him. Um, JR get a pass? <laughs> definitely not. Black hats ain't the same as do-rags. Um, Jim Ross and a do-rag is funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Um, would he wear a would he wear his cowboy hat over the do rag? Probably. <laughs> the vision in my mind, though, without the cowboy hat, oh man, classic. <laughs> That's killing me. Classic. Mm. You think he let his cape fly freely, or would he like tie up the cape too? He let the, he would let the cape fly. Oh, he's letting that shit fly. He'd wear it like Vince McMahon. Yeah. What a time. Vince McMahon said nigga on television. Like what's up with what? Anyway, anyway, what's good in the hood, Vince? All right, Vincent. Um, you think there's any way Jungle Boy's passion and lack of experience could cost him this match? That's a good call. Mm. But I, I I see this feud ending. I don't see this going any further after this. No, especially if if Jungle Boy beats him. Yeah. Man, you don't think they have a, a blow-off four to six weeks from now on Dynamite and some kind of lights-out match? Him and Luchasaurus get back together. Yeah. Start tag-teaming. Yeah. Don't ever do shit again. You know? <laughs> said don't ever do shit again. <laughs> Just goes back to being, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Character depth, man. Showing more of, of, of Jungle Boy. Christian has brought out a lot in Jungle Boy. He was... I mean, Christian gave Adam Cole a concerto, or was it, maybe it was one of the Jacksons. Um, either way, he gave one of them a concerto at full gear last year. Yeah. Um, had him growing a beard, wearing camo pants. And now, you think Jungle Boy gives Christian a concerto? He's got to. Yeah. Um, I think this is harder to choose than I think. I'm looking at this card, right? And because of the way like they book things, there's not there's you know there's not a lot of there's no fifty fifty booking. You have the match and it's a rat. Well, ninety nine point nine percent of the time there's no fifty fifty booking. We'll get there. Um, they have the match and that's it. So like, you would expect a lot of happy endings, but not necessarily. Maybe there's more to be taught to Jungle Boy. This is one of the matches I hadn't chosen, clearly. Um, but I also have to catch up to you. Son of a bitch. What do you mean? Son of a bitch. You're winning by two matches chosen. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. Am I? Oh, yeah. What? Damn. <laughs> um. Here's the thing, too, right? I compare this match to, like, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Where there's personal issues, and I almost feel like the babyface and the heel have to split these two matches. 
Like, heels have to win somewhere on this card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to go with Jungle Boy. <sighs> I'm not convinced. But, yeah. I mean, I can see... Listen, I can see Christian Cage sneaking it out. Veteran type shit. Using that, that, that fire against him. But I'm going to go with Jungle Boy. I said it all out. A little bit of retribution. Um, and speaking of, let's go right into it. Powerhouse Hobbs versus <clears throat> Pretty Ricky, what they call him. Ricky Stocks. It'll be fun. I'm not mad at this, man. I was very surprised to see them break up. Um, especially after all the shit they was talking about uh, swerving our glory. Yeah, no shit. Um, Ricky dropped the, the promo of his career a couple weeks back to sell you on this. Um, sky's the limit for Pretty Ricky, man. Yeah. Sky's the limit, man. How you see this going? That's why I think he's going to lose. Yeah, I think Powerhouse Hobbs takes this? It's going to be it's gonna be a fucking fight, and Ricky's going to give it to him for sure, you know. Um, but I think it's going to be like a fucking spear, a quick spear at the end, mm. and to finish it off for Powerhouse to close the deal. A lot of people use the spear, don't they? They do. I mean, especially the bigger dudes, you know. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, Ricky Starks uses the spear. He does. You know. But like, it just seems like that's just a good, like a quick out of nowhere kind of finisher yeah. that I think will happen with this one. Roman there won't Reigns, be Edge, Bobby pretty, There won't be too many like close falls. I think this is going to be. This is like he's going to beat the shit out of Powerhouse for a little bit. He's gonna get the upper hand on him. You know, he might pull sneaky shit. Yeah. But yeah, Hobbs is gonna sneak it out. I'm going with Hobbs. Uh and I don't see it being a sneak. I think Ricky Starks is definitely gonna put up a fight. Um he ain't going quietly. This is gonna be no. one of those like damn I feel bad for Ricky type joints. Like, damn, his boy turned on him, but he's standing tall on his own. He's not a big guy. Uh he's standing up to this fucking bully. And Powerhouse Hobbs um, overcomes the onslaught and then beats Ricky down. And I'm going to be sad. Um, and my sister's going to have to hug me. Um, <laughs> You're yeah, going to be looking man. away. Yeah, is it over? Right. Dead ass. <laughs> it's going to be like Boys in the Hood. Ricky! <laughs> you better yell that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I got to. If you hear you me on it. TV, tell me. I will. <laughs> oh man, I got to get the 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 GIF ready. Of uh, yeah, man, Powerhouse Hobbs gonna have a shoddy, and uh, Ricky Stocks out blow his whole shit through in that alley. Ricky, damn dog, that's funny. That is funny. Uh, yeah, man, this will be this will be good, but. Like you said, Ricky Starks has an upside. Yeah. Um, young, good-looking dude. So, I mean, using his rub to, to you know, get Powerhouse Hobbs over and build two guys at once. Um, I'm down for that. I'm with that. Um, we've got professional wrestling versus sports entertainment. Uh, the sports f- entertainers. Sports the, the fight for Daniel Garcia's soul. <laughs> 
Uh, we've got Brian Danielson taking on Chris Jericho. I swear, Chris Jericho is supposed to be on tour by now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying that shit since 2017. You know you're going on tour. You know that nigga going on tour, right? He going to cut his hair because he's going on tour. <laughs> the summer is over, dog. <laughs> hey, man, we got fall. We got a fall tour. <laughs> Oh my god, you know we're going on tour though. <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson, let's go. Yeah. Fuck the dumb shit. What it's gotta it? be. Why you say? Because him he fucked him up at that uh anarchy of the arena, so we gotta get this one back. He did. You think Dan Brian, Brian look at me, Jim Ross, uh Juve Ross. You think he's gonna kick his fucking head in like he said? You better. Do you think Daniel Garcia, what do you think he does? Does he leave the JAS? Does he what's he do? What the fuck's he gonna do? Is he gonna join fucking the uh, BCP or whatever? <laughs> the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, he'd fit. I know, but I feel like they're just getting pretty big over there. Um, you got yeah. four of them. Yeah, it's a club. It ain't really a faction. It ain't a team. It's a club. So I mean, maybe they are on some Sons of Anarchy type shit. Uh, I mean, I'm, he does. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, he fit in. Uh, maybe he goes on his own. I don't know. I really don't know. Here with the club. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, everybody needs everybody need a homie except Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, that's true. Um, damn. So you think he goes with the BCC? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. That's tough. That's really tough. I mean, if he does, he just continue this feud. True. Or maybe he doesn't join anybody, and we do veer off into Chris Jericho versus Daniel Garcia. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jericho seems hell-bent on, you know, working with, with newer talent. Um, I'm sure we probably got some form of this match in WWE, but, like, I can't think of when it happened. Um, and these are two different guys, man. Brian Danielson, like... Fuck, dude. Dude, scary out there. Bro. Fuck, bro. Yeah. Like, why is he so... Why, like, like, like he was at Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. He was at... He's like, he's... Dog. He, In the yes. He called the bird. Yeah. And kept whooping ass he's while the bird got here. Head. Fuck, dude. He kicked that dude's fucking head in. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's a different guy, man. This is not the guy you would have gotten on WWE television. Like, you got glimpses of that. Glimpses. But, like, fuck, dude. It was, like, it was controlled back then. Yeah. Not so much control right now. Uh, Focused, precise violence. Fuck. He's not even in control. He's just running it. No. Yeah, I'm going with Brian Danielson as well. Um... A little bit of retribution for uh, Anarchy in the Arena. Um, scoring one for professional wrestling over sports entertainment. I think that's a big part of it, too. Huge part. Here's yeah. the thing, too, right? Chris Jericho, I mean, yes, he's 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 clearly spoofing 
the idea of sports entertainment. I mean, he's using sports entertainment, right? The um, the AEW Galaxy, the uh, JS of a fixture in sports entertainment since 2021 or whatever he says. You know what I mean? Um, but deep down, like this is kind of his love letter to the difference between the two. How do you classify the difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment? I mean, pro wrestling has more matches. It's it's match based, and sports mm-hmm. entertainment's promo based. I see where you're going. Um, it's like hip hop is the culture, and rap is the music. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Like, pro wrestling is the foundation, it's the genre, and then the sports entertainment aspect is like the offshoot of it. And it is a very thin line. Uh, that's why I hate, like, at the Grammys, like, best hip-hop collaboration versus best rap song, like, like fuck out of here. Yeah. But, like, it being such a, a, a small line, it, it is harder to define. The, the, the over-the-top grandiose aspect of that aspect of pro wrestling, I think is what gives it the sports entertainment feel. Katie Vick was sports entertainment. It's like, it's like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I don't know if this will be right, but like pro wrestling is the base. Yeah. And sports entertainment is right, right above it. But the base is what matters. Katie Vick was sports entertainment. Who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin was sports entertainment. Um, Who was the Undertaker stalker? With sports entertainment. Yeah. Um, certain stories and how they're told, right? The t- test marrying or trying to marry Stephanie McMahon and then Triple H was like, ah, nope. Drugged uh, her. <laughs> terrible. Got married in Vegas. Off them things. Like, that was sports entertainment. Um, Vince McMahon's entire <laughs> storyline with his family. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that's where it is. It's it's easier to pull out examples of sports entertainment than I think it is to define it. I think that's where the, a lot of the, the, the issue is there. But uh, I'm going with Brian Danielson. Taking him. He's going to kick his fucking head in. Um, and he goes on tour. Yes, he's going on tour with a with a dent in his head. And I, and, and I hope all y'all aren't, aren't thinking out there that I, I'm like a diehard Fozzie fan either. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> I don't have tickets to any of these upcoming tour dates. Yeah, you're not a, you're not a Judas in your mind. I'm not, man. Yeah. I wonder if they let. Yeah, they're gonna let that that song ride out. They're gonna let that ride out. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the pay per view at Chicago. I remember the first time with AEW, and I was telling Shorty that, like, yo, we're about to get this sing along. I said we're gonna it get two two sing alongs. I said we're gonna get the CM Punk sing along, and then we're gonna get the Fozzie sing along. CM Punk wasn't even on the show that night, and he came out at the end of the night, but off air. And then they cut off Fozzie. So, yeah. You fucking crushed that kid's dreams. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. You lied to that kid. He what? You lied to that kid. No, 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 no. I, no, I meant Shorty. Oh, girl, I was saying at the time. Oh. Yes, I, yes. <laughs> I know. Uh, the, sec- the second, the <laughs> second, chill. Uh, the second time I went, Shorty, yeah, a little homie, he said he knew, uh, he said, uh, I think it was Dax, either Dax or Will Ospreay's boot came off. He was like, "Oh, that was like that was like Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 20." I'm like, "You were negative ten years old when that shit happened, dog." Salute. That's what's up. Um, pushing forward, man. Six man tag action, the first of two six man. Well, actually, 
the first of three. No, first of two, sorry. First of two six-man tag matches. Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. It's going to be fire. Yes, it is. Uh, um. Uh, 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 fuck, excuse me. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to go with FTR and Wardlow just because those are the top guys. Top guys out. Um, talk to me about Wardlow. They ain't doing shit with him. I mean, they're doing something with him, clearly, but like... But not like... I mean, he needs to be defending that title every week, I think. Every week? Every other week. Fuck, you know what I mean. Fuck. Um, I think he was a bit of a victim of circumstance. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could argue, yeah, like... Whatever stories you tell, but I think he was a victim of circumstance. Um, first off, I mean, he had the hottest story going into Double or Nothing, and he was overshadowed. His his freedom was overshadowed by whatever is going on with MJF. Um, the supposed no show, the contract rumors, uh, the MJF promo the next day, um, and then. I was in I was in the crowd for that whole Wardlow versus twenty guys thing. Yeah, that might have been a little sports entertainment, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, that I get that they were trying trying to hold him over for the next few, but that was um, that wasn't the best thing. I was gonna say victim of circumstance. That that just wasn't a great decision. Um, and then we had the the Wardlow Scorpio Sky match. I didn't get to see the match. There was there's been episodes of Rampage, sorry, of Dynamite that I missed. Um, but Scorpio Sky has was injured and is still injured, so they didn't get the full thrust of that bill. Now he had the match with Jay Lethal, um, and they they clearly see a lot in Wardlow. But ever since that that double or nothing match, man, the and here's the thing too, right? You you can't stay hot forever. No, you can't be the hottest thing in the room forever, right? Um, especially in 2022, like, yeah, they gave him the Goldberg entrance, but this ain't 98. No, this ain't 98. Um, this ain't appointment television. It's, we have too much access to too many things to where it's, it's just a little different, but, um, yeah, some of the decisions leading up to this man, just, you know, kind of, kind of tough, kind of tough. I do wish FTR had a. I mean, I, this is just me. I, I think it's just me nitpicking. Like, it'd be nice to see them in a tag team match. I think some people wanted to see, you know, FTR challenge for the AEW titles um, to try to add to the belts. Um, but that's a story that they can always go to. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that they have to rush, even though it'd be cool to see. It'd be cool to see FTR versus uh, Motor City Machine Guns, you know, just one on one. And maybe we get that on a, on a future Dynamite. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Wardlow, FTR as well. Um, top guys, all the gold. They got all the gold. Top guys, top guys. It's it's Wardlow who they who they see a lot in. It's FTR, the best tag team in the world right now. Um, we'll get a little bit of tag team wizardry with the most of the machine guns. And that's Jay Lethal. That's Jay Lethal. Yeah, he wrestled Ric Flair's last match. I mean, shit. 
I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Uh, we gotta see some. We gotta see some with Wardlow after this. Yeah, no, they got. He got. They got to put him right back on track. Maybe it's a. Back maybe it's another open challenge. Um, and that's kind of the tough part with like. I know we're not supposed to see the TNT title as like a secondary belt. Um, but but the thing with secondary belts is that they're always considered like the work rate title too. And some guys don't easily fall into like the work rate guys, right? Cody Rhodes is one of those guys who could transcend. He could do the work rate, work rate, but also main event style. Sammy Guevara, movement, work rate, Scorpio Sky, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Darby Allen. Um, maybe Wardlow's size and and mobility and style maybe takes him a... Uh, Takes him out of the realm of the TNT title. You know what I'm saying? So. Could be. But Warlow, FCR, taking this one. Um, In six-man tag action, we've got Miro, Sting, and Darby Allin taking on the House of Black. This is going to be a banger. It's going to be a little slapper, dog. Talk to me. This is probably one of the tougher ones to call. Yeah. For me, at least. Um. It's like where are these I mean uh they fuck. <laughs> you know? You know? I mean This has been told in different story in different ways ever since uh, at least the mirror aspects from you know since Forbidden Door. Exactly. Um with the the four way where uh Malachi blew mist into Miro's eyes. He's been hunting pagans ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Miro and Sting and Darby. Yeah, what uh, what did it for you? Because House of Black will be fine. I don't see House of Black breaking up here anytime soon. They're trying to tease it, right? Yeah, they're trying to tease it for sure with the shit they said this past Wednesday, saying that uh, that Buddy and uh, Brody Brody don't. Yeah, they don't need Malachi. Malachi needs them. Right. Right. But it's not going to happen. I do want to see more Buddy Matthews. I think he was hurt, but he's back. Yeah, me too. I want to see more Buddy uh, Buddy Matthews. Brody King, I mean, he got a showcase win um, over Darby Allin. Uh, got a great match with, with um, John Moxley. Um, so that that's a project they're working on. Malachi Black is Malachi Black, right? But I want to see more Buddy Matthews. Yeah, that guy. Give give him five years, dude. I keep saying it. Give him five years. That guy's gonna be a fucking star for this company. If he stays, if he stays. I mean, listen. The thing with the Triple H thing too. I keep going back to it, right? Like I think this just opens the door. Like Cody Rhodes left. Yeah, and he left while Vince was there. So when he left, like I posed the question, does AEW almost serve as like almost a, an a, an indirect developmental for WWE? Mm-hmm. WWE has new life. Oh, I agree. It's what everyone grew up watching. So like, I was gonna say if Buddy Matthews sticks around, but like clearly, he has a shelf life in WWE if he wanted it. You know, I don't know what contracts look like. I don't want to be that guy. I'm just, you know, fantasy. I'm a, I'm a fan like everybody else. But this opens yeah. up the door. 
this opens up the door a lot more than than we even know. Um, but yeah, but imagine going to be a star. I'm going with House of Black. Ooh, what are you trying to? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do over here? Take the lead. Uh, I'm going with House of Black. It's um, on one hand, kind of like I talked about Jungle Boy and Powerhouse Hobbs, like the heels and face splitting the six man tag. But this makes more sense to me because this is a team. This is a team team. House of Black. Miro, Sting, and Darby Allen have a common enemy, but even Miro was like, yo, last time somebody tried to help me, like, I fucked him up, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, We love Miro. Yeah. He's a man. But it's like, he don't care. He don't want to be loved. No. Like, let us love you. Nobody. You say what? Don't care about nobody. Yeah, except his wife and his God. Yeah. And he makes fun of his God. Which is so interesting. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the actual full team. I don't know who takes the pin here. Um, not Miro. Sting? I was thinking maybe Sting, but that's Sting, right? Sting! Sting! You know he's going to jump off something crazy. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, he's going to jump off something crazy, do Sting things, um, and not be in the bulk of the match. Um but yeah, I'm going with yeah, going with House of Black. I think the actual team takes it. Um, we're gonna have AEW trios champions, so I think let the trio, you know, win things. Um, let's see for the AEW tag team titles. Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed. This would be really fun. I used to not be a fan of the acclaimed. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what did it either. I know, and now I'm like, damn, these guys are tight. <laughs> they just force of will. Yeah. Force of will. They just made me like them. I don't know what it is. I've never been a fan of rap gimmicks. No. I just. Like, I'm not necessarily a fan of like the rap gimmick, but those dudes can fucking go. They can go. They can go, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man, but they, 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 they sold me. Damn it. Damn it. Um, but they're not gonna win. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess we do have the lingering breakup still. Oh, you know. uh, Swerve, Swerve and Keith. Yeah, yeah. I think they stayed together for a while, man. I, I, I. This is a good spin on like we either have the teams who super get together, who super get along, right? Or the teams who like break up, mm-hmm. but I think there's a dynamic that doesn't get expressed a lot. They're like, "Hey, we're good together. I fucks with you, but you've be been fucking up, along. right? They get along. Like they mainly get along, but when they mess yeah. up, they they like they they bicker a little bit in public, but then they get it back together because they boys. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's like us. Yeah, right <laughs> for sure. You know what I'm saying? Are you Keith or are you Swerve? We can talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Question. I mean, we'll talk about it later. Just because you bigger than me don't mean you Keith. Right? <laughs> Indubitously. Swerve in my glory. My name is... Hi, my name is Keith. Hi. I could I could be talking like that. You know what I'm saying? So, listen. Listen. Um... <laughs> 
this match, we talked about rushed builds. Um, I mean, this is kind of where the, and I know people like laugh at it, but I think this is where the um, the cushion of like the, the the contendership aspect lies, to where like the story part is they're the number one contenders. These are the champs. Let's have a match. Fuck the dumb shit, right? Uh, and again, I know people make fun of it, but like the acclaimed are featured on television in some form or fashion, damn near every week, whether it's a match or a promo or what have you. So it ain't like they just appeared out of nowhere. Um, they had that dumpster match with the Ass Boys, uh, the Gun Club. Not that you know. Uh, well, I was gonna say not that uh, contendership was at stake, but anytime you have a match, contendership is some is at some kind of stake. So, um, so it's like they came out of nowhere. Um, for those who might want like a longer, more competitive story, sometimes the champs just want to defend. Sometimes motherfuckers just want to be champs. There it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, ah, this is harder than I was thinking because the acclaimed are so hot right now. And I don't think Swerving Our Glory is as hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that Chicago crowd is going to be hot. They're going to say, oh, at every punchline that, that Max Caster drops. And on one hand, it almost seemed like it would be some kind of a missed opportunity if they didn't win. Who would you rather see FTR go against? Fuck, you put it that way. He claimed. And I don't know why. But here's the thing too, right? We kind of have to assume that if and when FTR gets the chance, that they're going to win those belts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know Look what I'm saying? So it's like, do you make the acclaim some kind of transitional champions, quote unquote, and hold off that match? Or do you risk like, However hot we believe the claimed are, um, and and feed them to the champs. Tough one. It is a tough one. Um, big tough, big strong tough. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Swerve on our glory. I'm not convinced, but I'm gonna roll with that one. Let's let's let the champs retain. Let's give the acclaimed more of a, not more of a build, but more of a, I mean, there's an emotional contingent, man. Those guys really like, like each other. And I think that, I think that's a lot of what it is too. We're fans of their friendship along with all the other stuff. Like we like seeing them together. So even when Anthony Bowens was hurt, it's like, damn, man, come on, man. Get well soon, dog. Scissor me, daddy ass. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's so crazy. Like. He say, "How do you just say that on TV all the time, and then stick la, 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 stick your tongues out after it? Scissor me, daddy ass. Hey man, it's twenty twenty. All right, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I've been practicing a little bit." That sounded you, good. You got to go all or nothing. You got to put more chest and, and paws, throat into it. You got to go all or nothing. You can't just, you can't half-ass it. Like, I'd be at my crib, and my shit ain't really laid out, and I got a lot of hardwood floors, so the echoes are strong. I'd be like, oh, well, my neighbor's going to hate me. But fuck it. Um, For the TBS championship, 
Jade Cargill versus Code Red Mountain Dew. What's this? Uh, how many title defenses is this for? Like thirty-two? Um, not thirty-two defenses, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Jade Cargill record. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting up there. It is getting up there. Oh, not Jade Car record. I typed in a whole thing. Google. <laughs> Respect me. Um, thirty-six. Six, okay. Thirty-six. They're counting that one loss in like her uh um battle royal she was in. You can't count that. Can't count that. You can't count that shit. Um but yeah, thirty-six. Uh, this I'm gonna say Jade. Yeah. Why do you say? But I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm going okay. Yeah, I'm going. I'm basing this off strictly um, for being on TV and market marketability. That's what I'm going for. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a huge thing. Um, Athena lets her white friends say nigga. Yeah. Um. So that's just not going. You can't really market See, that. I'm picking Jade just for marketability. Um, this was another one of those matches that um, affected by injury. No, I yeah. know. I I know this was a match we were supposed to get to. They've been building this for a long time, a long time. But I know Chris Statlander was supposed to have some more involvement in it uh, until she went down with another injury. I hope Chris Statlander gets gets well soon. Um, that's got to be tough to just come back from a long injury and then get hurt again. Uh, the other leg at that. Um, yeah, Mark Billy is huge, man. I don't want to be like the lazy guy and say like Jay Cargill is AEW's Bianca Belair, um, Black Girl Magic and, and whatnot. But I mean, kind of, um, kind of. Uh, not that they're similar, but that again the marketability, right? Bianca Belair has the Bianca Belair is like the super dope chick. We talked about this before. The super dope chick who knows she's super dope and is good at everything and is fine, but she's just cool with everybody. Yeah, that's the home girl from around the way. Jade Cargill, super dope, super fine. <laughs> Knows she's super dope, but does not want to kick it with your ass. Oh. Get away from me. Ew, nigga. You smell like french fries. Cut the shit. Cut the shit, Tony. She walks around with a clique she calls the baddies. Like, like she's the black mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, listen, man. They keep... I haven't seen the baddie section in a while, so maybe they don't do that anymore. Um... That if they don't do that, like bring that back because that has some legs to it. Oh yeah, for That's sure. That's an eventual babyface turn right there. Um, the baddie section. Um, shout to Layla Gray because for sure. Um, my goodness. Uh, but yeah, Jay Cargill. Not just marketability, but like Athena. Hmm. Well. Yeah. So, our original prediction 
of who beats Jay Cargill, um, she's in the world title match. Yep. So who beats Jay Cargill? I just got one idea, but go ahead. Oh, uh, shit. It would almost I don't know. it would almost feel like a step back, but I think it's a money match. They're they're just they're waiting on. Spill it. Jade Cargill versus Britt Baker. Yeah. I feel like that'd be like the wrong decision. <laughs> I think it would be too. But what else do we got? I don't know, right? After such a dominant reign from Britt Baker, it's not that the TBS championship is below her. It's not so much that. But after such a dominant reign from Jade Cargill, it almost feels like it would be anticlimactic for it to be Britt Baker. Like, I feel like Jade should probably beat Britt because that's Britt Baker and Jade Cargill still on the way up. I mean, fuck, they might sign some more people. <laughs> yeah, they might. They might. It's interesting that they've been very careful not to even put them in the same room with each other at all. Well, yeah. Not even close. I think that's that that's something they're holding on to. Um, who else is on the roster? Hikaru Shida. Um, Riho. Um Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Something to watch out for. Something to watch out for. Maybe they're not signed yet. Uh, you know what? You know who we haven't seen yet? Have we seen um we haven't seen Jade and Serena Deeb? Nope. I forgot about her. Listen, Serena Deeb could maybe do it. Yeah. The pure pro wrestler? The respected pure pro wrestler? Huh. Huh. Oh. Oh. Store that one in the back of your minds, THCers. Store that one. Store that one. Keep that close. Um. So, we're going to crown the very first AEW Trios champions at All Out. Now, Rampage will be later on tonight, but we have one side of the bracket completed. The Elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. They will be taking on either the Best Friends or the Dark Order and Hangman Adam Page. First, who wins? The Best Friends or Dark Order and Hangman? Dark Order and Hangman. Dark Order and Hangman. Um, why do you say? They're just... They're up there more. You know, Hangman is. Yeah. Hangman is, but I mean that's why they're putting him on the team. Yeah. Now, had Hangman not joined this team, I was close to saying best friends were going to take it all. Oh yeah. Even over the Bucks and and Kenny. Ooh. I was that close. Ooh. Um. There's still the Adam Cole story to be told with the with the Elite. Um. But it's Hangman. It's the Bucks. It's Kenny. It's the biggest soap opera in AEW. And you got the Adam Cole aspect. It's the biggest soap opera in AEW. Yeah. So we got the Elite and uh, we got the Young Bucks and Kenny versus Dark Order and the Hangman Adam Page. Who? Uh, 
I just fought myself internally. Who is going to be the first AEW Trios champions? Dark Order and Hangman. What makes you say that? Because the Elite story or the Undisputed Air story. Hangman. Oh, sorry. With with Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. You know, I was so close to saying the Elite. They don't. They don't need the belts for that fucking story. Right. Right. I was so close to saying uh, the Elite. Right. And then I just, like, you heard me pause as I was laying out the two teams. I just had a vision of, like, because this thing with that, with that soap opera, too. Hangman is a huge part of that soap opera. And the Bucks are, like, softening up again toward Hangman Adam Page. Yep. And it's almost like, like, before, Hangman was, like, kind of, like, showing how he was realizing he was fucking up because he was mad emotional. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like Hangman has matured a little bit. And the Bucks are like, I mean, that is still Hangman. That's our boy. And even more so from like Hangman beating Kenny. More than that. So it's like they soften up toward the Hangman. Hangman got some new friends. Right? So he don't even need the Bucks in the same way. Nope. Like it's an old friendship. Mmm. Mmm. Zam. <laughs> I was here's the thing, man. Whatever the, the 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 net says about like whatever selfishness the Bucks have, especially the Bucks, they catch a lot of hell. They play into it, but they catch a lot of hell. They did lose the private party in the first round <laughs> of the tank. You know what I'm saying? private party didn't go nowhere with it but they did lose the private party they put over hangman and adam page hangman and, and kenny omega huge at revolution 2020 um they seem to they, they they seem to just be giving and again they probably know the backlash that could potentially come with them being the first trios champions and there's also the Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly aspect. Bingo. But they also don't do a lot of interference f- finishes. No. So it's almost like... Because, dude, here's the thing, man. Which members of the Dark Order is it going to be? Uh, Reynolds and... Uh, fuck. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, what? They got 10 of them? Fuck. Put somebody in there. Dude, I'm going to look this up because I think it's Reynolds. Is it 10 or did 10 is or, or was 10 the one that got hurt? 10 the one that got hurt. Okay. And he got fucking stun gunned. <laughs> right. So it's John Silver. So it's Johnny Hungy and Alex Reynolds. Evil Uno was injured, and Ten got injured. <sighs> the Johnny Hungy factor. Yeah. They fucking love him. Streets yeah. love him. Alex Reynolds, nice hair. Yeah. But they don't compare to the Bucks. They don't, but... 
I mean, that could be just what they need. The uh, the leadership of the former world champion, and the love of the the love of the crowd, the roar of the crowd. <sighs> this also comes down to like Kenny Omega's redemption. Yeah, Kenny Omega's been hurt. Is he going to be a hundred percent? Um, I know fucking Osprey landed right on that shoulder, Bruh. You know what like. I mean? He went right on that shoulder. <laughs> like, you're a thud. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe the story is like, hey, Kenny's been great so far, but he just didn't have enough. Not quite enough. Chinga, way. Fug. Fug. What you gonna do, bro? Right, I know, right? What you gonna do, bro? <sighs> Fuck it, man. I'm gonna go with Dark Order and Hangman. Oh, man. All right. I... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dark Order and Hangman. My... My... my, my oh! Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I'm a little bit more confident now because there's also one more fact that we hadn't talked about. Don Callis. See, I was wondering. I was wondering tonight when I seen uh, when I seen him talking to Osprey. It's like, huh? He is not a likable guy. No. In, no. Not in the least bit. He reminds me of Ashley Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. That's funny as hell. Um. <laughs> And fucking he, two plump one motherfucker I swear <laughs> he can't keep hanging out with the elite no um so I'm feeling a little more confident now um or maybe we tell a little more story maybe fuck around fuck around and he's with the elite and then maybe cost him the titles against Adam Cole and them but again they don't even need the title there's enough history there to just tell that story. Um, yeah, fuck it. Best friends. And uh, Adam Page. Then they eventually drop it to maybe House of Black. Best friends and Adam Page? Sorry. You know what I meant. Okay. Not, not the Was- elite. Not the elite. Uh, Dark Order and Adam Page. You get Johnny Hungy. He gets the super, super huge pop. Uh, Alex Reynolds gets to shake his hair. Hangman gets to uh, talk about how he doesn't take advice. From old wrestlers, and I'm still a champion. So, <laughs> run it. It works out. It works out. A lot of great trios, man. A lot of great trios. Uh, Wardlow and FTR. I mean, we forgot they were part of the Pinnacle. Yeah. So you know that's a that's that's a team there. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of great trios. A lot of great trios. The division and the division shufflers. Um, this will be damn near impossible to call. The Casino Ladder Match. We've got Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Penta El Cerro Miero, Ray Phoenix, Andrade El Idolo, Dante Martin, and the Joker. Who's the Joker? We're gonna say I'm saying we're gonna are we gonna count down? I mean, I don't know. No, we can't count yeah. down because I have no fucking clue who the Joker is. JF? 
Oh shit! Oh shit, bro! That was right in front of my face. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was right in front of my face. I went on a twelve-minute dissertation last week. Fuck, bro. Because none of the other motherfuckers in there seem like they need this title opportunity whenever. You got two tag teams. Or you got you got one tag team. You got two guys. That you got members. Claudio. And then, yeah, club members and Wheeler Yuta and Claudio. Dante's here to fly around. I was close to picking Andrade. I didn't have this chosen. But, dog. It's gotta be fucking MJF, doesn't it? BMJF. Holy fucking shit. And that's what the crowd's gonna say. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. It can't can't okay, before I before I wild out more. <laughs> before I wild out more. Cause I'm recognizing I'm gonna be in that crowd and there's a chance he comes back. Cause he has to come back soon, right? Right, right? Um is there anyone else it could be? Fucking big cast. He already debuted. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Scorpio Sky comes back. No. Um, they can't waste this. No, they can't. Even, even though this doesn't feel like that big of a match, I mean, this is sets in place, you know. It's almost like it's dead ass. Because the way they even announced it was kind of like flippantly. Oh, yeah, that shit coming back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. Because MJF has to beat CM Punk for the title, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. And CM Punk is turning heel, isn't he? I mean, you just kind of gave away a fucking... Everyone knew. I gave it away a week ago. (laughs) I gave it away a week ago. Shit, bro. My brain can't, my brain can't grasp around anyone else. Yes, I'm glitching up. There's no one else it could be. My brain, I'm going to be disappointed now if it's anyone else. I think the whole fucking city will be too. Bro, that smart city? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, MJF is winning that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Wow. 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 Fucking dude, I shot the fucking alley, bro. You totally missed it. Oh, bro. Bro, the whole lane was there, and somehow I didn't see that shit coming. Same court. Bruh. Bruh, I was at the United Center like a motherfucking I like, dog. I was like parking. You were at Douglas. I the fuck swear. going on? Where? <laughs> bro, I was at Carver. God damn. Wow. I don't know how I missed that. The roof is going to blow off that place, dude. Yeah. Like, he might get a bigger pop than CM Punk. I think he will. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, little sis about to see her big bro act like a little bitch. <laughs> uh, screaming over grown man in small, small trunks. Uh, so, um, wow. Damn, yeah, the lob was right there. There's nothing else to talk about. There's really nothing else to talk about in that match. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Um, MJF's going to do just enough. We're going to cheer him, and then he's going to shit all over us. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tight. 
It's fascinating how MJF is CM Punking better than CM Punk. Now, he had the injury, of course, so he couldn't. But, wow. Okay. Wow. A four-way match for the interim AEW Women's Championship. Thunder Rose is now injured or has hella heat or is injured, whatever you believe. I'm going to go with the injury um, because it's television. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker versus Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Um, what do you think of the interim t- term? This will be the second time we have an interim. What do you think of the interim? Getting tired of it. Okay. Why? Um, just fucking drop the titles. Fuck the interim bullshit. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it because I fucking hate it. Fuck the dumb shit. Um, I mean, what do you got? Um, I don't hate it like others hate it because the champion didn't lose the title. Yeah, I get that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's always a story you could tell there. Uh, you know, if the champion does, because either way, I'm not mad either way. Um, yeah. If you vacate it, then it's vacated. Um, and then the champion never lost the title. But. You know, the champion never lost the title. Um, And as you see with John Moxley, right, he was a fighting champion because he hated the term interim. So he wanted to be seen as the guy. So whoever this champion is going to be, you know, has that same chance to make the people forget about Thunder Rosa until Thunder Rosa comes back. And then you still always, you instantly have that built-in story. Um you know, champion versus interim champion, who is the real champion, right? Thunder Rose never left, uh, never lost. So I don't I don't hate it the same way as others do. Um, I wonder what's in the fucking coffee over there to where everyone's getting hurt the way they're getting hurt. Bad. You got to slow down, man. Pros go slow. Professionals go slow. Professional. Um, too, many, too, too many flippy dudes and not enough slowing down. I ain't gonna lie, wrestling in 2022, I had a moment tonight uh, watching Dynamite that made me feel old during the main event six-man tag, main event trios match. Um, you remember back when we, uh, you know, the the, the Young Bucks versus uh, Lucha Brothers Steel Cage match? Yeah. We loved that match, but it was a part of the match that we overlooked. At the very, very end, the very end, when Ray Phoenix dove off the top of the cage... And landed on the Bucks and Penta. Him and Penta just got on up. Just got right up. Yep. Didn't even sell it. Just got up. Well, in that trios match, Nick Jackson hit a dope-ass springboard destroyer. It was dope. I hate that the destroyer is turning into a goddamn transition move, too. But he hit that bomb-ass destroyer on Will Ospreay and then hit a tornado DDT to Will Ospreay on the floor. That's fire. Will Ospreay should be dead. Yeah, but he ain't. Wrestling in 2022. That annoyed me a little bit. A little bit. Um, But I digress. Four-way. Is it one fall to a finish? I think it's one fall to a finish. No eliminations. Um, who is the new champion? 
three, two, yeah. one. Tony, Tony Storm. Yeah. Tony Storm. I'm, of I'm the, fine with I'm good with that. I'm of the belief she was going to win anyway against Thunder Rosa. Yeah, me too. Um, and not because the Sheets said, but she lost the first match. Um, they became partners. She learned from Thunder Rosa, but we could tell it, so it was a competitive thing. Um, Thunderstorm, that's a, that's a that's kind of a cool name. Uh, they didn't have to think too hard, but it's still a cool name. Um, yeah, man. Britt Baker, it wouldn't be it. It wouldn't be a step down, quote unquote. But again, like her reign was so dominant, it's almost hard to book for where she goes next. Mm-hmm. So, I imagine we're on the road to Britt Baker versus Jamie Hader, starting that path of letting Jamie go on her. Yeah, letting Jamie go on her own. Hikaru Shida, former champion, just seems kind of out of nowhere. Um, Jamie Hader, too young. I mean, you, you go with the, the the Randy Orton and Evolution aspect, like Randy Orton won, and then Triple H turned on him. Jamie Hader wins, and maybe Britt Baker and Rebel turn on her. The establishment ain't the same. It ain't the same. No. Um, so yeah, man, I'm going with Tony Storm. Good call. Knocking this one out, man. Um, and maybe she pins Jamie Hader, and Britt Baker gets mad and is like, "Bitch." You couldn't kick out of that bum ass Pearl River plunge. I know she got the cakes. She drove with her hips, but still. Lying. Man, listen. <laughs> listen. The main event. Let's break this down, dog. John Moxley. John Moxley versus CM Punk. We had the match last week. Let's put it this way. Let's make it easy. What do you think of this build? It's been been fast. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. A little rushed. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the match last weekend or last week. If you believe the streets, it was because Moxie was like, yo, if I'm going to put him over, let me beat him first. That makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're in my home state of Ohio. We're going to go to his home city of Chicago. Let's split it, right? Go on, though. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Um... Part of the rushness is because of the whole injury thing. Um, say it again. Fast tracking him back to. Yeah. Story wise. Story wise. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, right? He still had to get healthy. So I mean, he had to get healthy in real life. But telling the story as it is, again, we can we can put that on the on the on the back burner. It's you know the 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 health thing. I get the story they were trying to tell, but had we had like a uh, maybe maybe even one more week of a downtrodden CM Punk who who wasn't sure about himself, maybe you could flesh that story out a little bit better. Um, because the story was there, he wasn't sure oh, yeah. about his foot, his foot, you know. It was more of like a mental physical injury. Mm-hmm. Like if you jam your thumb and you go hoop, 
Like, you're a little nervous about your thumb. You know what I'm saying? If you got a history of rolling your ankle, if you don't tape it that first time, you might roll your ankle. Rip Hamilton wore a face mask for seven years. Yeah. He broke his nose once and wore a mask for the rest of his career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the the mental component is there. I totally get it. Um, maybe one more week. Maybe he goes into exile for a week. They tried to talk to him, and he just wouldn't come out of his shell. Um, but it was a timeline we were given. Um, mm. They dropped another F-bomb on television, too. Did you hear that? My illegal stream was wilding out. What happened? Uh, Ace came out. Yeah. And basically said, show him who the fuck you are. Nice. Cussing. It was like really fast. I heard the fuck and I was like, hey, yeah. Nice. Cussing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how grown men talk. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You're not supposed to cuss on TV, on TBS. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at that. You know, grown men don't say I'm going to kick your butt. Um, no. But... I think we know who's taking this. Yeah, I think so. Three, two, one. CM, CM Punk. Punk. Um, the rallying cry, the victory lap, the crowning achievement in his one year. The double or nothing thing was supposed to be that because it was double or nothing, but now we're a year later. We had the injury. CM Punk is still the best in the world. Um, but now I'm wondering, how do we get to the heel turn? Do it, do it that night. How do you get Chicago to boo you if you're CM Punk? I have one idea, but fuck. Say again. It's a good question. <laughs> yeah. The only way I could think of, the only way I could think of would mean CM Punk has to lose. What if CM Punk loses and then blames a steal? And beats up his trainer. Right. That would work. Right. Or maybe he fucking wins and then whoops his trainer's ass. Like, I don't fucking need you. You thought you had. You thought. I'm. Bitch, I'm CM Punk. I'm the best in the world. That'd be even better. You know what I'm saying? You trained me. I had a better career than you. I just beat this fucking drunk. Um, it's your old ass. Say it again. <laughs> now I'm going to whoop your old ass. I'm going to whoop your ass, right? And listen, the sheets say CM Punk has been full of himself. He hates everybody. He, you know, fuck everybody. Maybe you play into that on screen and yep. blur the reality of who people think CM Punk is from whatever whatever interview they read, whatever rumor they read, whatever their favorite wrestler says, and they, they, they play into that on television. Until, uh, With that. Until the savior, uh, MJF, comes and... Uh, Shit's all over everybody. Shit's all over. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> do you think they do that at full gear, or would that be too soon? I mean, that's November. You got to flesh out this heel turn and the heel yeah. the heel reign, right? Damn. Interesting. Call. Interesting. Interesting. We both went with CM Punk. Yeah. I'm... Close to me, like nah, now, but we already said it. Um, mm. or or 
No, but they would be cheered and they would be cheered in Chicago if like Ace Steel helps CM Punk win. Um maybe a la Steve Austin The Rock, WrestleMania seventeen, right? Ace Steel isn't exactly Vince McMahon. Um, but you know, Austin being in his home state, not quite the man that he used to be. Need a little bit of help to get it done. Huh. Few in, few possibilities, dog. A few possibilities. This is interesting. This is interesting. Well, that was AEW all out. Um, what do you think uh, of both shows? We've we've talked through both shows. What do you think now? I'm ready for them. I'm I'm excited to watch them. It's gonna be a good night, man. A good couple nights. Um, yeah, man. I, I I'm gonna reserve judgment. I mean, clearly we talked about it being um, rushed, but I'm reserved judgment for, for how this shit plays out. Um, there's holes to be poked about on both sides, but there was a sign at, at AW Dynamite. It said, just enjoy wrestling. Seen that. Jew. Jew. <laughs> That's it. Jew. Hell yeah. Just enjoy wrestling. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, Easier said some, but yeah, 100%. I feel you. But, you know, just do it. Um, there's also uh, When Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide. NXT Worlds Collide. Um, Carmelo Hayes taking on Ricochet. That's going to be fun. Uh, Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate. it be a banger. Going to take some time to watch that one in my spare time. A lot of great... Uh, a lot of wrestling for whatever style you're into. Just enjoy it, man. That tribalism shit is dead, dog. It's okay to enjoy one more than the other. This is how numbers work, but like Don't be a fucking don't be a fucking goober. Yeah. Jeez. Be dude. A- Jeez. Being a fucking juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Call the chopper. Big Rand, let me know you can reach you on the social medias, Brody. You got it, Miguel. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A motherfucker. A underscore M A A F F H U C K A. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Dayside. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Random Show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Predictions, whatnot, heretofore, etc. Things of that nature, a little bit of coverage. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, heartwarming content, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that just juice it. Jew it. Just Jew it. Jew it, man. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. calling card. I like it. Content always helps pay our bills. We'll be back next week with a recap of both shows, man. We uh over two and a half hours deep, man. A lot of content this week. It's a great time to be a fan. We were saying this six months ago, um, but shit is just even more interestinger. And uh, right. the hard camera will be there through it all. But Drew right, man. Drew right, man. Just do it, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, <laughs> we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute. Yeah.